Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 31 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, OWLs. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Um, love our blog. Love WizardTeam. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send us a sharing charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we now have WizardTeam merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deb with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Go to blackgirlscrate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Fuck this fucking cat, man. Let's just get this out of the way. As he's rubbing up on me. Do you see this? Do you see this motherfucker? Do you I see did him? See it. First off, mm-hmm. no. They, y'all don't, because it's a podcast. But, uh, but yeah. you know, you do a friend a favor, and they're like, I need you to watch my cat. And you're like, all right, I don't know nothing about no cats, but I'll do it. And then the cat hides. And you've accidentally left your window open because you live in a studio apartment and you wanted to cook something. And when you cook in a studio apartment, it gets really hot. So you opened your window and then the cat is not answering and you can't find the cat. And you look under the bed and you look under the couch and you look behind the bookshelf and behind the dresser and nothing. And then you freak out and you're like, do I tell my friend that I've lost this cat? What happens when you lose a friend's cat? Do you also lose a friend? Because I can't imagine that he would want to be friends with me after I've lost his cat. So then you go outside, you crawl under cars, you climb up on things, you have a flashlight in the middle of downtown Oakland looking like a crazy person, and then you're like, fuck, I've lost the cat. So you call your friend, your friend comes over, he's climbing on roofs, he's mad at you, but he won't really say he's mad at you because he needs you to help him find his cat. He's talking about... Put up signs, reward $500, and then you're like, I guess I'll pay the reward because it is my fault that you have to pay the $500. And he's like, you're sure he's not in the apartment? And then you're like, I, if he can't be. I've checked that apartment up and down. I've, I've looked. I've looked. And then he comes inside the apartment to get something, and he goes, hey, so, and then the cat just walks out from wherever the fuck the cat was, hiding for hours. And then today I come home, the cat's not around, we start wizard team, I'm trying to get ready. And then it's stepping on my feet and trying to get all rubbing up on me. Fuck you, Robert. Bitch ass cat. I hate cats. I hate cats. Well, it's, it's Black History Month still. Portia said we know Um, which pet Robin wouldn't bring to Hogwarts. Fuck no, man. I thought it, no. Owl. Owl's all all day. I'm even more upset that she brought Crookshanks. (laughs) And was just like letting her cat run around, roam around. Don't know where he is. 
I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why Kirk Jenks was everywhere because she was like, I don't know where the fuck <laughs> that cat is, and it's gonna turn up when it turns up. Ain't no point. <laughs> I mean, I guess clearly because yeah. I mean, I remember my brother, and this is tangent. I was trying to move on, but now we're here. Um, my brother and I had to house it one time, maybe like. I remember that. Three, four years ago. Um, because, like, my mom's coworker was out of town and they had a cat. So we, like, house sat for this cat. Um, and it really wanted to sleep in the bed with me. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And then it would cry and then my brother would let it sleep with him. But I was like, that's fine. He was like, you should just let him. I'm like, no. Not, it's not happening. Sorry. It was fine, though. It didn't hide. Bullshit. I literally pushed the cat away yesterday when it got in bed. And I was like, we are not friends, Robert! I don't know how else to explain this to you. <laughs> but I don't... Now he's looking at me. Yeah, you can look at me. We're still not friends. <clears throat> damn. Damn cat. <laughs> and why is the cat still here? Okay. Um, if I almost so... lost... If someone almost lost my cat, I would take the cat home. But no. Cat is still here. I'm stressed. Scressed. Okay, let's move on. It's uh, it's Black History Month, Black Wizard History Month, um, which is brought to you by Paramedic and the Black Panther <laughs> album. Um, I just also want to. I want to. Mean not totally officially. I want to say that um, I got on the call on the chat. Get ready to uh, start this recording. And she's blasting paramedic. And I'm like, so is this how we're starting? This is, how, this is we're just going to have to record over the the soundtrack of paramedic? Or is that just going to be the underlying, <laughs> under all this conversation? I mean, I would not say no to that. <laughs> but I decided, you know, we should maybe chill. But as soon as this is over... I'm going to listen to it again and then go continue my um, down my Naruto spiral. So that's where I'm at. Um, but if you have not listened to the Black Panther album, this has, well, this is Wizard Team News. So it has stuff to do yeah. with us. If you haven't listened to it, please go do so and get your life. Also, listen to Paramedic because it's a banger and it's, it's it just makes me feel at home both in like because it's Black Panther but because... It's a bay ass song and it makes me really happy. So, yeah. Shout out to SOB. Um, I am currently wearing the flyest shirt of all time, and the chat room want to act like it's not happening. But I need y'all to know that my shirt is fly. And if you were a Patronus, you could see how fly my shirt is. But. Y'all just needed to know that. Y'all needed to know. The chat needed to know. Everybody needed to recognize my shirt is fly. Let's move on to the chapter. OWLs. Wait, no. Oh. But but Black Wizard History Month is not brought to you by um, Robin's shirt. It's brought to you by <laughs> Paramedic and the Black Panther album. Um, but also, keep an eye out for um, Black Girls Create Content Yay. every day of this every, month or um, day all day. day it's kind of it's 
literally every day. We've had stories Um, released this week that have been amazing. Um, Art, uh, we've had an awesome, we had an awesome Twitter chat on Friday. Thanks to everyone who came out for that. We'll be doing a live tweet of Hermione Granger and the Quarter Life Crisis coming up. Um, it's yep, and uh, we've had some bonus episodes. We have a, maybe like one, maybe two coming up. At least one. Um, yeah, we just we just have things. Um, and also, if you haven't already, um, check out the hashtag Black Wizard History because there are folks all up in there. Um, doing our Black Wizard History Month challenge. Um, and if you want to catch up, there's still time. I mean, you know, we're like maybe halfway through the month, but that's cool. Just thread thread it up. Thread it up. Let us know your thoughts and your headcanons. That's all we're asking for. Um, oh, man. I should have And yeah, just like check it out. Even if you just want to go through and like lurk on the on the hashtag and like like everything. There are some headcanons that um, after Black Wizard History yeah. Month is over... I'm trying to make reality. Like, some of these headcanons, though. Um, yeah, they're pretty But lit. today's Twitter challenge is a black spell. So think about that while we're going through this chapter. What spell is particularly black to you in your brain? And then go on Twitter, share it, hashtag Black Wizard History. See how I did that? See that? Alright. Turn up. Turn up. Um, cool. So, that's it. Happy Black Wizard History Month. Celebrate with us. And go listen to Paramedic. Now, <laughs> it is time to get into this chapter. Um, so previously on Wizard Team, uh... Oh, nope, just kidding. Um, Hagrid was on one. Hagrid was on a few. Hagrid was on like five, actually. He was He, he, he was said, on about yeah, ten. It, he was, yeah. Um, so he decided, so, so he knows that Umbridge is going to probably sack him soon. Um, even though it's like the end of the year at this point, and it's like, for what reason? At this point, you got like two more weeks left of the school year. What's the point? Um, but she's gonna do it, so he enlists, um, Harry, Hermione, and Ron, except for Ron is playing Quidditch right now, so really Harry and Hermione to then, like, agree for Ron to also do it, um, to take care of his giant brother. Groppy. Um, because he won't be able to do it while, after he gets fired, which is... A thing that maybe he should have thought about before. But also, he didn't. though, and, you know, like, maybe... Trelawney was able to stay. His house is there. He could get fired as a teacher. Well, Trelawney was only able to stay oh, because yeah, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. But his house is there. Yeah. So you get fired and you get evicted? It's a rough life. That's a, that's a one-two that punch that of a month. Yeah. As someone is. who is currently going through multiple crises but, simultaneously. You know, he also brought it on himself. He did. He really did. Yeah, I mean, but he also brought it on himself. Like, if he was a better teacher, um, I mean, like, you know, not to say that, not to say no. that Umbridge's uh, bigotry no. and, like, anti, like, quote, half-breeds is not a problem and is not, like... It's the driving force behind it. But also... But she has... But 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 also Hagrid is not a good teacher and he is um 
like, yeah, he's not a good teacher, and he's focusing more of his time on the brother in the forest who didn't actually want to Did not have to be there. Than he is on, like, his actual job. So... I think it is also very important that we always remember that Grop did not ask to come. And is being... And is tied up to a tree. Right. And, and is... And, and not only did not ask to come, but, like, actively does not want to be there as well, right? Like, sometimes you don't ask to do stuff, but you're just like, whatever, I'm here. But, like, the reason it took uh, Hagrid so long to get back is partly because he's, like, like, traipsing across... Europe with a giant, but also because the, that giant wanted to go home. Um, so there's just a lot of things happening. Um, on on a fun note, everyone is basically well. Really, everything is chaotic. There's there's no order in Hogwarts anymore after Fred and George leave, um, and even the, the teachers are being hella petty, like more so than before. Like they they're just like, oh wow, a dung bong in my classroom. That's wild, and then. Um, yeah, so they're, like, running umbrage around a lot, which is cool. Um, and then Gryffindor wins the Quidditch what? Cup. In a, in a, is Weasley in a startling, our king? and, and, yeah, in a, in a startling turn of events, Weasley is now Gryffindor's king, because he didn't let the Quaffle in. Shout so. out to Ronald Weasley, my brother-in-law. Shout out to Ronald Weasley. Um, so, speaking of Ronald Weasley, uh, his euphoria at helping Gryffindor scrape the Gwidditch Cup was such that he could not settle into anything next day. All he wanted to do was talk over the match, and Harry and Hermione found it very difficult to find an opening in which to mention Gromp. Neither of them was keen to be the one to bring Ron back to reality in quite such a brutal fashion, which makes sense because he's, you know, excited about his life and things, and... To learn that he now has to babysit a giant would be kind of, I don't know, it would, it would just be a come down. I would down just be like, you know what, that he's I didn't sign up for this, currently. y'all signed up for this, y'all said yes, but I'm, I'm gonna be over here. Yeah, but even, even if you, even if you stop, even if you said like, st- I just think hearing the news, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like hearing that and being like, wow. Way wow. to ruin my, <laughs> way to ruin my mood. <laughs> exactly, because even if I say no, like it's still like it's weighing still a secret. I, I now have my to two keep. best friends are babysitting. I didn't ask for exactly. Um, uh, so Ron, so um, they convince Ron to go outside the next day just, like, to study, which he's not keen on at first because he was thoroughly enjoying being patted on the back by Gryffindor's walking past his chair, not to mention the occasional occasional outburst of Weasley is our king, um, but they eventually get him out there. Ron talked them through his first save of the match for what felt like the dozenth, dozenth time. That's a weird word to say out loud. Um, so Ron is just kind of like, it's, it's, we see this pretty much anytime he does something that, like, well, anytime he gets, like, any attention, like, good attention, where he just, like, doesn't really know how to, like, what to do with himself and, like, how to handle it. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes people get excited, I guess, but, like, I think he consistently gets, like, really big-headed the minute he, like, does anything that earns him any type of praise. Um, so that's just, like, yeah, part of his 
personality and a part of his own insecurities. Um, but it's also, it, know, it becomes very difficult, I think, for Harry and Hermione because you spend so much time, like, stroking his ego and then when he gets any kind of recognition or other people are stroking his ego, he, like, just has no, I don't know, like, no chill about it, but also, like, no respect for the fact that, like, they've been here. They've been telling you you good. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, this weird yeah. thing where it's, like, like, you can call me smart, or my mama can call me smart, but if a stranger calls me smart, I actually feel like I'm a genius. Because <laughs> I'm like, y'all have to say that because you love me. Mm-hmm. So this, like, external validation. Right. I mean... But it's still annoying. Yeah, and I mean, I th- and I think that's, I think it's valid, but I do think that, like, he, I don't know. I think, I think it's like, it, he kind of bigs it up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it, I think it's, it's having humility. So in the chat room, uh, Amani says it's also a part of Ron being trash, and Portia says that. It's as if he doesn't deserve to win, can't win for being a poor winner or loser. Ooh, and then Amani said that he'd blame Molly a lot for it. So here comes Portia with the typing, which we do not. I mean, yeah, I feel like, I do feel like we should probably chill on blaming Molly for everything. <laughs> I, I think it's like, I also true, just though, that, that like, like, I mean, and it's not Molly's fault so much as it's the dynamics of a big family that Ron is... I mean, it's not even in the middle. You would think that, like, Percy has his own issues, right? But you would think that, like, Ron would have, I don't, maybe because Jenny's the only girl, so he does get kind of lumped into the middle. Um, but I don't, but the thing is, is, like, we do have to also take into account, like, his perception, right? right? Like, just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean that people are, like, treating you yeah perception is not reality or or sometimes people read yeah it's like sometimes people read into other people's actions right so like it's not to say that like molly treats him that way like he just Mm -hmm. feels that way right i also again want to point out that molly is not a single parent and arthur yeah and that and i was just saying Um, like in molly's defense in general it's like there are studies upon studies upon studies about just like birth order and like the things that happen doesn't matter what your home life is like or what I mean not your home life but like to a certain extent like a lot of that stuff is kind of inevitable because of the nature of where he's placed in this larger family you know and like he's 15 now I mean he's they're still kids right but it's like you're 15 now so you need to like it is what it is you know (laughs) like it's not going to change so you need to learn how to cope better than what than how he is coping mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. Um okay. Um well I mean I'd already let in one of Davies, so I wasn't feeling that confident, but I don't know. When Bradley came toward me, just out of nowhere I thought, you can do this. And I had about a second to decide which way to fly, you know, because he was like because it looked like he was aiming for the right goal hoop, my right, obviously, his left. But I had a funny feeling he was fainting, and so I took a chance and flew left, 
His right, I mean. And, well, you saw what happened, he concluded modestly, sweeping his hair back unnecessarily so that it looked interestingly windswept and glancing around to see if the people nearest them, a bunch of gossiping third years, had heard him. Um, So I do want to point out, like, his thought that, uh, like, him saying, you can do Mm -hmm. this, it's, it's... It's just thinking about, like, his confidence, right? And when he, when he's, like... Believes in himself. Like, he does well when he's confident and when he believes in himself. Um, and so that's just, you know... I mean, it's, it's, it's a part of, like, his insecurities. And, I mean, it's, it's a problem. And I think that, like, as he gets older, it manifests in a way that becomes really, like, tiring and frustrating. Um... But it's also a consistent characterization and is, like, a key part of his character, so. Yeah. And it's not something that is so different from a lot of people. Oh, I, a lot of people struggle with confidence. Mm -hmm. And so it is understandable. And it manifests in different ways as well. Like, And I mean, you know, Harry struggles with, like, his feelings of, not maybe not confidence, but like competency and whatever, and that a lot makes him reckless. Like he wants to prove that he can do everything. You know, he feels the need to like prove himself in a way that is mm-hmm. similar kind of to Ron's um lack of confidence in himself, you know? Um, but it just manifests in this like different way. Um, so yeah. So but but also, like, the glancing around to make sure the second year's heard him is just, like, boy, bye. It's, yeah. Um, it's a lot, but um, Harry smiles at him because um, Ron had just reminded him forcibly of another Gryffindor Quidditch player who had once sat rumpling his hair under this very tree. Um, which is interesting because that means that his talk with um, Sirius and Remus has kind of, like, it seems like Harry's kind of image of his father has been repaired or at the very least like he's made his peace with what he saw in the pensieve so because now it like gives him a warm feeling instead of like oh god ron what are you don't doing? be like my dad but i also feel like him seeing ron do that should could also maybe he's smiling because he's like okay yeah he's he was 15 right because remember at the at one point when he was talking to Sirius and Remus, he was like, he kept rumpling his hair. And they're just like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was a child. And so. I I think that it's just it's really interesting because I'm trying to like think back at myself. And I feel like I was all like, I was very cognizant of how young I was when I was young. You know, like I was like, I would be like, mm-hmm. or with my friends or whatever. And this reminds me a lot of your sister and literally be like, we are such children and I cannot wait for this to be over. Like, like, I know that this is not a big, like, I know that we are overreacting about all of this and I can't wait until we're grown up and we have, so I don't know, maybe it's like one of those perspectives. It's one of those things where he's now like, yes, we are definitely children. And yet, he still wants to go save the world. (laughs) Nobody asked him to. We won, said Ron. Did you see the look on Chang's face when Jenny got the snitch right out out from under her nose? I suppose she cried, did she? Said Harry bitterly. Like, please chill. Like, don't be mad at her for crying. Please. 
Well, yeah, more out of temper than anything, though. And Ron frowned slightly. But did you see? But you saw her chuck her broom away when she got back to the ground, didn't you? Cho is having the worst year. Like, and they are not helping. And they are acting like she's no. an equal part. Like, like she played an equal role in the demise of her and Harry. Right. Um, well, actually, no, Ron, said Hermione. As a matter of fact, the only bit of the match Harry and I saw was Davy's first goal. You didn't watch, said, uh, Ron said faintly. Mm-hmm. You didn't see me make any of those saves? Well, no, said Hermione. But, Ron, we didn't want to leave. We had to. Yeah, said Ron. How come? It was Hagrid, said Harry. We decided to tell, he decided to tell us why he's been covered in injuries ever since he got back from the Giants. He wanted us to go into the forest with him. We had no choice. You know how he gets. Anyway, the story was told in five minutes, by the end of which Ron's indignation had been, had been replaced by a t- look of total incredulity. He brought one back and hid it in the forest? Which is the proper response. Yeah. And, I, and I kind of, like, love that we get to see Ron, like, get angry at them at mm-hmm. first, right? Like, this was the biggest moment of my life, and, like, y'all are my best friends, and you didn't see, like, this really important moment or whatever and you weren't there to support me but then like immediately understands Hagrid like it's Hagrid here's the story and is no longer upset at them for missing he's just like what the why like why but I also it's just like are you dislike the it's this thing about Hermione that I'm getting more and more as I don't know I'm older I don't know what's going on but the like it we had to. We had no choice. And it's like, you did have a choice. But you chose, like, the immediate need of one friend over, like, Quidditch, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Well, I think... Which is fine. So it says that, like... No, it is fine. But I think, so, there's the part where she she, stretched, she stretches out a placatory hand toward him. So she's trying to, like, placate him. And it's a similar thing to what she does with Harry when Harry starts to get angry, where she's like, "Well, no, it's fine because of this." Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like she kind of and, I, and like, it's and I I think I did the same tries thing. Tries to contain. I said like a similar thing when she was like Harry. We couldn't, you know, at, when he was blowing up at them at Grimmauld Place in the beginning of the book. It's just this mm-hmm. sense of babying someone to the point that they don't understand that, like there are other priorities or something like making it making him think well well i mean i do think that you have to be like i do i do think you have to be um like sensitive to people's feelings right right? but like like ron and harry's feelings in those moments are not like they're not tripping um and i think that like that's the way that she explains it. I mean, I think maybe she's a little too quick to um, jump to, like, placating them. But I also think that, like, what she says is, like, how she feels. And in her head, they don't have any... Like, remember, again... Right, and I'm not saying that she doesn't... It's not, like, a valid feeling. I just think I would... I would feel better if she would just say, no, we couldn't, and this is why... But not, like, we didn't have a choice so much as, like, 
something else came up that I don't know it's just it's the way that it's written that just irks me I don't have a good way of articulating why but it does mm-hmm yeah I mean yeah. that's fair um, it's placating I guess is the only word no, I can think Sid of Ron. yeah yeah um no said ron as though by saying this he can make it untrue no he can't have so this is a, sim- a similar thing that like harry and, and hermione especially in the last chapter like had where they're shocked but like like it's hagrid but i think really what it is is like thinking that not even hagrid would do something this ridiculous right, right? like like, they know how Haggard is, but they're like, he wouldn't do this. Like, he wouldn't go this far. Yes, but like, he would. He went this far. <laughs> and, and I also feel like, like the other part like, of... I like, I, like, I know, but I can't... I believe. can't wrap my brain around it. And I think, like, you know, I said it another time, because time, what is time? Time is relative. I don't know what day it is. Um, <laughs> he says, Haggard says, like, there are more important things than a job. And it's like, yeah, the safety in, of children is one the well-being of your brother who doesn't want to be there could be one um the Mm -hmm. keep making sure that the order doesn't isn't compromised is one more important thing you know there are plenty of more important things i agree so let's focus on some of those and it's just it's hagrid and mcgonagall are the same age hagrid's older hagrid's older than mcgonagall Well, actually, let me think about that. She'd been teaching at Hogwarts for 39 years. And, yeah, no, Hagrid's older than her. Like, and I know men, uh, the majority of men mature slower than women, but goddamn. No, and even that is a, even that's a fallacy. (laughs) But, like, or not a fallacy, even that's, like, a, a myth or whatever, but, like. I just, I just feel like, right, like, I think that, like, you can be enthusiastic about magical creatures, and you can be really into wanting to, like, research and, like, create relationships and do all this stuff with, with magical creatures and other, like, magical beings, right? But this is, like, the least thought out, like, you just, like, <laughs> what? Like, he really thought that this was okay. And he, like, presented it to Harry and Hermione, like this is the perfect, like, solution. And if Harry and Hermione had said something like, are you kidding me? He would have been oh, yeah. surprised. And, like, he probably would have gotten upset. He would have been offended. He would have been like, what do you mean you're not going to help me watch my brother? He would have been so upset. He would, like, stop talking to them or something ridiculous like he's 15 years old. And, like, at the very least, like, just... I don't, I don't understand. And it, and it, it, I don't understand. It's not even like, I had a relationship with him. Like, you just found out he was your brother. You don't know, like, you don't know if he's dangerous. You don't know if, if he's got, like, a medical condition that need I don't I don't know I don't think giants do but you know what I mean? like you don't know anything about him and you brought him to a place filled with children 
that he doesn't want to be at. Yeah. As well. Also and as well. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah. It's just... It's a problem. And I'm so There's mad. no coming back from it. <laughs> like, there's just no... There's no way to... <laughs> just, like... I feel like make this it okay. is the... Like, this and the Blast Ended Scroots <laughs> were, like, peak. Yeah. Yeah. And we love oh, Hagrid, man. but why okay. do we love um, Hagrid? Like... <laughs> I, it's, like, it's weird, because I... I do love Hagrid. Like, I feel like a lot of these characters that we just be going in on, like, I do actually like them, except fuck for him, Snape. Like, but fuck yeah. him, but like... Ron, I love Ron! I do actually like these characters. Right, yeah, same. But then at the same time, you just be like, "What are? look at these choices. Like, what are you doing? What look is at your this? life. I don't understand. Look at your choices. Because god Please, damn! Like, I just, I'm trying to find a lot, like, something that would make some kind of sense. And, like, I don't even see it through your logic. Like, I'm just confused. I just don't. Cannot compute. Um, so Ron's like, and Hagrid wants us to teach him English. Yeah, said Harry. He's lost his mind, said Ron. Yes, said Hermione. Yes, I'm starting to think he has. But unfortunately, he made Harry and me promise. Well, you're just going to have to break that promise. That's all. That's all, said Ron. It's not, like, it's, listen. Yes. Listen to Listen Ronald. to Ronald Billiard. He said, we're, we're not like, doing this. He said, we've got exams and we're about that far from being chucked out as it is. And anyway, remember Norbert? Remember Aragog? Have we ever come off better from mixing with any of Hagrid's monster mates? These are all facts. Mm, like, none of I, no, I don't see not one lie. I no, see not no a lie. single one. Because, like, even with Norbert, y'all know how I feel about dragons. But that was um, not a good plan. But, like, again, it's another thing. It's another <laughs> thing of, how, yeah, he's not thinking it through. And then it's up to three 11 year olds to, to troubleshoot and to, like, crisis manage. Like, they are not OPA. What? This is not a scandal. Can we not? I don't understand at all. Because it don't make no sense. Like, that's the other part, right? Because I'm, like, reading this, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, and, like. But also, at a certain point, you're like, I don't understand because it don't make no sense. It it just doesn't make sense. Like, one plus no one does to, not. To try, like. One plus five does not equal two. Or whatever. It'll make no sense. Uh, Portia says we love Hagrid because he's kind, just, humbling, and an adult who actually listens to kids. Um, and she also says now Ron wants to think like a prefect. And Kashana wants us to imagine if they had opened the wizard version of OPA. And to that I say, somebody write that fanfic! Please. I would absolutely... Gla- wizard gladiators? <laughs> I'm Hermione Yo. Granger. I'm a fixer. I would totally, like, I'm, I'm so over Scandal right now, and I'm only watching because it's the last season, but I would absolutely watch. And I'm also, I'm, like, very excited for how to get away with Scandal, <laughs> but I would also absolutely watch a Wizard version of How to get away with scandal. scandal. I love it. I would. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, and I'm, like, very excited about it, but I'm I don't so watch any of these scandal. shows. Like, I stopped watching Scandal once they stopped yeah. actually dealing with Scandal. It's going to be scandals. so messy. I was like, 
She was a fixer, and now they're. I'm, I, I, it was too late. You know what? What happened is that like, this has nothing to do with anything. But like, it, I got maybe like halfway through. I think it was season four. Or season I think that's five. when I stopped. Um, I think it was season four, and I was just like, this. I was just like, what? What is happening? Like, when it she took got, me too long to realize. Like, I was already just in. She got fake kidnapped to realize that it was like so far I was away. Out. Yeah, when she got, she got kidnapped, fake kidnapped, that was done. I was, I was like, okay, she got kidnapped. But then that whole story, like, by the time I got, like, halfway through that storyline where I was like, okay, this is not, like, we... we and then they did the, like, Black Lives Matter Ooh. one? Well, Kashana says real... That, yeah, that one was... I was, I was like, like now nah, I'm out. Kashana said that real scandal has jumped the shark, like, nine but times. But that's how I feel about Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I'm so glad it's about to and end. It's still on the air. <laughs> that show ain't going off no time soon. It's still soon. on, and that's why I was worried. I was like, how, how many times are they going to have... Sudden go down. How many times? I was like, are they going to start recycling things? Because I know in Grey's Anatomy, I don't watch it, but my sister does. Haven't they had two plane crashes? I, listen. And plane crashes are not that common. They had a ferry like, crash, <laughs> a plane crash, like, they gonna have a shooting at the, the hospital, uh, like all these, and I'm oh like, that, all these things don't happen to the same people. Like. No. There's And no they're way. still, sta- no. Mm-mm. Someone was seeing dead people for a while. It's very little. Like, nah. I'm out. (laughs) Well, anyway, Wizarding Scandal would probably be lit until it jumps right in season four. In season four? Seasons one through three would be solid. Would be so (laughs) solid. Hermione is Olivia Pope. I'm... I'm in. Um... Cause that's pretty right much now. What's right here. Um, <laughs> so Hermione's like, I know it's just that we promised. Um, and Ron uh, says, "Well, Hagrid hasn't been sacked yet, has he? He's hung on this long. Maybe he'll hang on till the end of time, and we won't have to gro- go near Grop at all." Um, which is wishful thinking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is really close. So, like, now we're in June. And they have um, their OWLs now. So I'm just like, why? I mean, we'll get to Umbridge, but just like... You in a, no, in a normal year, this is a ridiculous ask. But in the fifth year, this is... I mean, it's always someone's right. fifth year. Oh, you're just talking about... Yeah, I'm just talking I mean, about like the stuff, the amount of stuff on their plate. Um, yeah. and I, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's happening, but I guess because we only really, we're with the trio, I forget about the fact that, like, there have been tons of students going through this, but <laughs> it's too much. It is. Um, Can't take the pressure. So yeah, so June arrived. June arrived at the fifth year, but to fifth years, this meant only one thing. Their OWLs were upon them at last. Um, the teachers were no longer setting them homework. Lessons were now devoted to reviewing those topics their teachers thought most likely to come up on exams. Um, the purposeful, feverish atmosphere drove nearly everything but the OWLs from Harry's mind, though he did wonder occasionally during potions lessons whether Lupin had ever told Snape that he must continue giving Harry occlumency tuition. Um... If he had, that's uh, then Snape had ignored Lupin as thoroughly as he was now ignoring Harry. This suited Harry very well. He was quite busy, intense enough without extra classes with Snape. 
Um, and to his relief, Hermione was much too occupied or preoccupied, sorry, these days to badger him about occupancy, which is like, sir, like I just, just cause you don't want to do something that doesn't mean it's not D- Dumbledore's um, last also, thing was to say, boy, if you don't do this, he said, he said nothing. He said nothing is more important than you learning occlumency. And then you decided to stick your face in your professor's memories. And like, he still hasn't even apologized. Like, I guess maybe you don't want to go up to Snape and be like, and bring up the thing that like was clearly- <laughs> The breaking point like, for him. Made him angry and like throw <laughs> shit at you. So like, maybe not. But at the very least, like feel bad. He, not at all. Like he, he hasn't felt remorse. Like he was mad that he saw the memory, right? But not that he stuck his face in this. Like that wasn't a part of him feeling. Not bad that he about shouldn't it, have done it, right? He didn't say I'm. He just sorry. didn't he like didn't what say, he like, thought. This sucked that I like violated his privacy. It was wow, I found out this thing about my dad, and that really sucks. Harry Potter, everyone's <laughs> trash, and I love this book so much. Like, oh, <laughs> like, uh, I just. It'll make no sense. Yeah. None of it makes any sense. If Umbridge wasn't around, Harry, Ron, and Haggard would have the most... Well, maybe not. I'd have to double check that, but like... It'd be close. The three of them, man. They have to go <laughs> Men somewhere. are trash. Wizard men. Um, teenage men. <laughs> wizard men. All men. <laughs> also, by the way, I had a girl... Men. I had a lady at my job uh-huh. say, not all men today. I was like... Yeah. All men. <laughs> As a species. Like, not individual men, but, like, yeah, the gender? Yes. <laughs> She's like, you can't... Because I was talking about how you, like, I avoid people and I'm walking down, this like, men and stuff when you're walking down the street and stuff. Not all men. How am I supposed to know which one is the crazy one and which one is the normal one? If they talk to me on the street and I don't know them. The numbers say... Put your head down. Put your headphones on. Focus. Power through. Not all men. Nonsense. Foolishness. Um, so Hermione wasn't the only person acting oddly as the OWLs drew steadily nearer. Ernie Macmillan had developed an irritating habit of interrogating people about their study habits. And Draco Malfoy had found a different way to induce panic by talking about how it's not what you know, it's who you know. And like going on and on about how he knows uh, the head of the Wizarding Examinations Authority or, you know, the, the Magical College Board. Um, is that Herbert? Who is he? Because he needs to be fired as well. No, this is, this is Grisel- Griselda Marchbanks. Well, She's Griselda sucks um, at their job. Why? Because, oh, now, in the fifth year, you want to pay attention? Well, this is the, this is the Wizarding Examination Authority. It's not the, like, it's not the Board of Governors, right? So it's kind of like the college board who, like, does AP tests. I mean, sure. Um, So they don't really have, like, jurisdiction over the schools. They're just a third party who does But they also... Usually, which I think is probably, are the ones that say which schools are accredited, right? Like we won't. We, um, this is specifically examinations, so I don't think so. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't think so. And I mean, obviously, we don't know because it's not in the books and it's not on Pottermore. But, like, um, no, I think they, like, solely do the tests and, like, make the tests and... Well, whoever is in charge of the fact that there are only nine accredited wizarding schools and Hogwarts is one of them. There are so many problems with the educational systems in the magical world that like the fact that there are nine or 11 actually, I think is like, it's up there, but you know, maybe the fact that they can't Hogwarts can't keep a defense and dark arts professor for longer than a year. They have Hagrid (laughs) as a teacher who does it? Um, Snape's running around. Like, they just have, like, it's fraught <laughs> <laughs> with problems. And so, I think, you just... know, the Wizarding Examinations Authority probably has a really small scope. They're all also, like, ridiculously old. And we'll get to that. But they're all also, like, ancient. So, um, they're just like, back in my day, we so, were lucky to not get eaten by a dragon. Man. <laughs> I mean dragon pox were I'm sure at least one of them was alive during the medieval times like we'll see I don't know but they're they're pretty they're dragon pox ran rapid um, back in my day <laughs> um so Hermione gets nervous about Draco's like declaration um and Ron's like until she's like do you think that's true and Ron's like nothing we can do about it if it is I don't think it's true, said Neville quietly from behind them, because Rosalda Marchbanks is a friend of my grand's, and she's never mentioned the Malfoys. Um, so, it, right. Like, that, and that's the funniest thing, right? Like, maybe Griselda went to the Malfoys, to Malfoy Manor, like, one time for dinner. Um, but, like, Draco is bigging yeah. it up so much. And Neville's like, uh, nah not a big deal also um, i love the like subtle reminder that like hermione asks neville is a pureblood and as steeped in that world as anyone else but it's just like chill about it mm-hmm. <laughs> like compared to like the other people right. that you like the weasleys <laughs> the malfoys like neville's just like i mean you know i mean i think the weasleys are chill about being pureblood oh, yeah. and like being in that world but there also are like window into that world or like you know what i mean into like what like, we see that we're around them the most, so then you're, like, always reminded. Yeah, I just mean, like, um, I feel like I wouldn't... And then... The Weasleys sometimes will say things when you're like, really? Like, you ain't never seen a muggle? <laughs> you're so, like, the, what, is it, what is this world? And, like, Neville has never done anything to me where I'm like, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he feels like he could, like, like, he could go to a private drive and the Dursleys would love him. You know what I mean? Besides, like, the toad thing. He could talk to them about, talk to Petunia about plants. He could, you know, like, he could just, like, he could code switch very easily in a way that, like, the other purebloods that we've seen, I couldn't. I mean, we don't know that Neville could do that because I don't think we've seen him in that. Yeah, we haven't seen him in that situation, but I think if he was, yeah. Because I'm sure he doesn't know very much about, like, the muggle world. But he's also just, like, very unassuming and not as, like, out there and, like, flamboyant as most wizards, yeah. too. He's just, he's chill. So Hermione asks Neville what Griselda Marchbanks is like. And Neville says, bit like Grand, really. Knowing her won't hurt your chances, though, will it? Ron told him encouragingly. 
Oh, I don't think it'll make any difference, said Neville. Gran's always telling Professor Marchbanks I'm not as good as my dad. Well, you saw what she's like at St. Mungo's. Um, I'm gonna need Augusta to chill. That makes me so mad. Uh, that, not only like, that, like, she says it, but that Neville knows that, that she says it. Like, she's just, like, openly telling. Mm-hmm. Don't take sides against the family. And don't speak ill against the family outside of the family. But also, like, don't compare your grandson to his father. Like, his, first of all, like, his, like, mentally ill father, right? Like, you're, I don't know. I just feel like there's a difference between, like, and not the fact that he's mentally ill, but the fact of, like, how he got to where he is, right? Like, he was tortured. Um, And so, like, that's, like, he's already considered a hero among, like, witches and wizards because of, like, this thing he had to endure. And he was, like, an auror and all this kind of stuff. But then, like, all of that pressure is already on Neville. And then for you to be like, well, you're not like your father. Like, that's fucked up. And and he, Neville, has no reason to be like his father also. Like, he hasn't been in the same circumstances. And when we get to the point where his circumstances do mimic his father, he is a lot like his father. Thanks a lot, Gran. I just like it. I don't like when people. And this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Wizarding kind or nah, Muggle kind as well. When family members, especially like older family members, proclaim what some child can or can't do, or the limitations of some child to an outsider, mm-hmm. and in a way that they know, like that Neville can say. Grant's always telling her. And like right. in the earshot. Because I'm sure like she said it. I'm sure she said it to Neville. Right. As and well. it's like it's one thing to say like to Neville, you know, you're not like your like the you know, you're not like your father or you should try harder. Or you're like to be hard on him. But then to like take that and take your lack of confidence in him and make it publicly known. It's just, like, another blow that I hate. You're looking up something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sorry. No, I was just trying to... I was looking back at the conversation about when Mm -hmm. they were in St. Mungo's. Um. Yeah, he literally tells... Uh, Harry, Hermione, and the Weasleys that Neville hasn't got his right. father's talent. Like, he literally says that to she, them. She, but yes. Yeah, she, sorry, yes. She literally says that to him. Like, they, to them. Um, like, you, that's not a thing that you, and then you tell, like, you're right. telling his peers. Um, like, imagine if that was, like, Malfoy or something, right? Like, that's, like, that's fucked up. And, like, I, like and part of it, right, is is like she has a lot of pride in her son. Um, As she should, but and and Alice and but but I think it manifests in a way that's really damaging. To devil. Um and yeah, to, and it's just like that yeah, it's it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay at all. Um all right, moving on. So well, this Harry, Ron, and Hermione realize that this is the, or kind of like note, I guess, that this is the first time that Neville acknowledged that they had met um, at St. Mungo's. So, you know, he's kind of like opening up to them a little bit, which is... Oh, Neville. Good, you know, he... Neville doesn't really have, like, a crew, and so, like, 
And I think also because they've yeah. been in the DA, you know, he he's got he's gained a lot of confidence from his time in the DA, but also he's um he's gotten to know which is a weird thing to say because he's lived with Harry for the past five years, but like he's gotten to know the trio outside of like escapades, you know, like and really get to see them as like human beings, I guess. But, and that makes, it just makes it someone that you, once you get to know someone, it's a lot harder to, like, hero worship them. So. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, meanwhile, a flourishing black market trade in aids to concentration, mental agility, and wakefulness had sprung up among the, among the fifth and seventh years um, Harry and Ron were tempted by a bottle of Baruffio's brain elixir offered to them by Ravenclaw sixth year Eddie Carmichael. They all high on that um, at all. So, they, and they were right about to buy it, and, but Hermione confiscated, confiscated the bottle um, and poured the contents down the toilet, um, saying, don't be stupid, you might as well take Harold Dingle's powdered dragon claw and have done with it. Dingle's got a powdered dragon claw, said Ron. Not anymore. I confiscated that too. None of these things actually works, you know. Dragon claw does work, said Ron. It's supposed to be incredible. Gives your brain a boost. You come all overall cunning and for a few hours. Hermione, let me have a pinch. Go on. It can't hurt. This stuff can, said Hermione. I've had a look at it, and it's actually dried doxy droppings. So You're welcome. She saved your life again. Yeah. What can I say God. except what you're welcome. I feel like we should have, I feel like we should have had a count. <laughs> we do need a from, you're welcome count. Now it's too late. We should have, just a, no, we just need a like, this is number like, X, it's not X, too whatever, late. I will bet that you will get bored and we will have a count before the end of Half Blood Prince. You will have gone back <laughs> and been like, I did it y'all. <laughs> I may actually I'm do not it. Surprised. I'm gonna actually would not be surprised if you did. I really want to do it. Just so you know. Well, opening my notes <laughs> now. Putting it in my Black Girls Create section. <laughs> so you know it's real. Count how many times <laughs> Hermione has saved Harry and Ron's life. Oh my god. Since Sorcerer's Stone. Of course you're in the chat room talking about Percocet. Molly Percocet. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> I love y'all, but I hate y'all. Uh, chase the chip. Never chase Okay, sorry. Um, let's, let's keep going. Okay, so after that, um, <laughs> Harry and Ryan decide that they are gonna stop looking for brain stimulants, which is cool. Um, and then they receive their examination schedules, uh, Hermione, or sorry, McGonagall says, as you can see, your OWLs are spread over two successive weeks. You will sit in the theory, you'll sit the, the theory exams in the morning and practice in the afternoon. Your practical astronomy examination will, of course, take place at night. Um, I must warn you that the most stringent anti-cheating charms have been applied to your examination paper. Auto answer quills are, are banned from the examination hall as are remembrals, which would that actually help? I, like, what do you do when the 
Rumble tells you you forgot something. Then what do you do? You just stare at it until you remember. You stare at your page like shit. And now I just know I it's forgot something. Help. And I don't know what it is. So it's just gonna like stress me out because I know I left something off. Fun. Um, detachable cribbing cuffs and self-correcting ink. Um, every year I'm afraid to say seems to harbor at least one student who thinks that he or she can get around the wizarding examination authority's rules. Um, which I do have a question about whether all the schools, like whether the wizarding examination authority, um, has like jurisdiction or I guess like gives a test to all of the schools. Um, or if this is just like Britain specific, cause I know that like Flora at one point, maybe in Halfway Prince talks about how they don't sit their exams until their yeah. sixth year. Um, and then I feel like I can't, Crumb was 18. I don't, maybe he was just like an older seventh year, um, in the way that like Hermione's an old fifth year. Um, or if they have like more years. I mean, I think I always thought about it that it was Britain specific and it was the same way that like if you're homeschooled, you still have to do those standardized tests and like you still have to take, you know, I don't know if they take the GRE if they're homeschooled or whatever, but they have to take some equivalent like that. Um, yeah. And then you still have to take like the sit for your SATs if you want to go to college or whatever. So I always figured because she mentions that like, Oh, most kids go to um, Hogwarts, but some are homeschooled or there are other smaller schools we're supposed to believe that are not, they're just not accredited like Hogwarts is, um, that mm-hmm. they make sure that all magical kids are reaching the same level, but it would only be British, Britain specific. Because that's a lot of international withering cooperation right there. It is. And they don't really seem to do right. very much of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, oh, so um, McGonagall says, I can only hope that nobody in Griff- uh, that it is nobody in Gryffindor. Our new... <laughs> our new... Headmistress, she pronounced the word with the same look on her face as Aunt Petunia did whenever she was contemplating a particularly stubborn bit of dirt, has asked that heads of houses that the heads of house to tell their students that cheating will be punished most severely because of course your examination results will reflect upon the headmistress's new regime at the school. She gave a tiny sigh um, and then said her nostrils flared and then she said However, that is no reason not to do your very best. You have your own things to think about. I love this woman. <laughs> oh my god. She said <laughs> She She's like, I know what you're thinking. She was like She was like, Don't fail because right. of her. Don't, Don't fail out of spite. Her. Just But I know that that is a thought that has crossed your mind because it has crossed mine. <laughs> yeah. I I love McGonagall. I think the other part of that though is like She's once again great. we see like Umbridge's complete disinterest in actually being an educator, right? Like this will make me look bad, not I wanna make sure that my 
students are smart and competent and honest. <laughs> like, no, don't cheat because it looks bad on me. I don't care about you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's like, this is my future. It has nothing. You're really going to mess up my chances at a promotion. Which I guess, like, um, is a little bit of a, you know, at least you get her out of <laughs> out of Hogwarts, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. It, it just... Umbridge, I just feel like her priorities are not in in uh, the right place. But, you know, I don't think it, they ever really have been. So it's no. not really surprising. And it just is what She it is. needs to sort out her priorities. We all know it. She does. But, you know, she could do that on her own by herself. Somewhere else. Everyone else. Um, so Hermione asks when they'll find out about their results. And McGonagall says that an owl will be sent sometime in July. Dang. That's rough. Um, and then Harry thinks at least he'll be sure he could be sure of one bit of post next summer. He's still <laughs> bitter though. Also, like, He's so salty. Was trash. <laughs> <laughs> He's still mad. It's it's almost summer of 1996, and he's still salty about the yeah. summer of 1995. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> um, like at least someone will write to so me. So the first exam, right? <laughs> Please, I know I'll get a letter from the Wizarding Examination Authority. I can't count on y'all. <laughs> they care about me. Ooh. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so their first exam was charms, um, scheduled for Monday morning. Harry agreed to test Hermione after lunch on Sunday, but regretted it almost at once. She was very agitated and kept snatching the book back from him to check that she had gotten the answer completely right, finally hitting him hard on the nose with the sharp edge of achievements in charming. Why don't you just do it yourself? He said firmly, handing the book back to her, his eyes watering. Yeah, Hermione is, is freaking out, and they all just need a chill pill. It's, it's okay. Because okay. Ron is reading two years' worth of Charms notes with his fingers in his ears, his lips moving soundlessly. Seamus is lying flat on his back um, on the floor reciting the definition of the substantive charm while, or substantive whatever um Word. charm while providing or while dean checks it against the standard book of spells grade five um and parvati and lavender who are practicing basic locomotion charms are making their pencil cases race each other around the edge of the table um so they're all just like they're working hard which is like nice i mean okay there's so much shit that goes on in this book right and a lot of it is not very great but it is so nice to see actual school work happening at the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Mm -hmm. Like, actual learning. It's, it's like a breath of... It's refreshing yeah. in year five that we actually get to see some learning. And I yeah. want to know what the substantive charm is. Is it like, add mass, give more substance to something, or take it away, shrink it, add... I don't know. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Something. So then they have dinner, um, and as and then they see the examiners. So of course, they Ron says, "Shall we go and have a closer look?" Why? Because these three can't help but nose. They be nosing. Like, like they don't even think they don't even stop to think like maybe we shouldn't like not and like this is you know on the scale of the things that they have gone to like over here. Nose about. Like, 
are being nosy about. It's a, it's a, it's a smaller, and it actually does like have something to do with them. Um, but you can just right, but you can also just kind of see how they don't even think about it anymore. They're just like, shall we do that? And they all just get up. (laughs) It's like, it's a fact of life. Um, so they go. They hasten toward the double doors into the entrance hall, um, slowing down as they stepped over the threshold to walk sedatedly by um, the examiners. Harry thought Professor Marchbakes must be the tiny stooped witch with a face so lined it looked as though it had been draped in cobwebs. Umbridge was speaking to her deferentially. Marchbakes says, uh, journey was fine, journey was fine. We've made it plenty of times before. Now I haven't heard about from Dumbledore lately. No idea where he is, I suppose? None at all, said Umbridge, shooting a malevolent look at Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Um, which is like, please stop with your grudges against teenagers. Like, what like, is, and life, even please. if they did know, um, like, it's your job. They ain't got any... Why would they do your job for you? Yeah. Yeah. Especially given what you've been treating them. Like, maybe if you'd been... Maybe like, if Harry didn't have a permanent like, scar on his it. arm, he might be more apt to be like, oh, I think I know where he might be. But... Mm-hmm. As that's not the case... You on your own. Um... Uh, Umbridge says, I dare say the Ministry of Magic will, tra- will track him down soon enough. I doubt it, shouted uh, tiny Professor Marchbanks. Not if Dumbledore doesn't want to be found. I should know. Examined him personally in Transfiguration and Charms when he did newts. Did things with a wand I'd never seen before. Um, this woman is like 200 right. years old. Because she, she, Dumbledore. She examined Dumbledore? Okay, maybe not 150. He's like... He's like one seventeen or something, and she examined like, Dumbledore when he was seventeen years old. That's at least a hundred years. Bitch, how old, old is you? <laughs> Don't make no sense. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, girl, and you still working? Like, reti- like, do the wizards not retire because, like, what else would they do? Because I, I would know. be chilling. I do because I feel know. like I would be retired. I feel it in my soul. I would be retired. I would. I would, I would absolutely, yeah, I would absolutely, like, I would have been retired. Like, I would have, at this, at that point in my life, I would have been retired for at least half right. of my life. <laughs> because, why? What are we doing here? Wow. Um, like, at that point, you just gotta, and Imani brings up yet again that Voldemort was pressed about that dying. That is a clean 73. And barely made it to his 70s. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you played yourself so hard. Like, so, so hard. You died at 73 years old. Like, all these witches and wizards living to, like, 200 and years old. And this woman out here 50. chilling. And you out here, like, talking about, I gotta, I gotta talk about, now. I remember when Dumbledore was a wee child. I Dumbledore. With a wee little laddie. <laughs> this woman has been working Man. longer than Voldemort stayed alive. Like, she... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, not, not at all. It don't make no sense. That's why. Um, it, don't, it don't make no sense. It doesn't. 
I also I also like that Professor Marchbanks is like not um like Umbridge is like, we'll get him soon enough and she's like, mm, <laughs> doubt it. And Umbridge can't be mad, like can't say nothing about it. <laughs> she's gotta be like, uh, well, okay. Let, let me let's go let's change the subject. Um because she can't like go off in the way that she would go right. off on. She's like, else. I think it's cute that you think that um, though. Right. Um so everyone was trying to get last minute studying in that evening. Um and then Harry went to bed early but lay awake for what felt like hours. He remembered his career's consultation with McGonagall's furious decorally declaration sorry um that she would help him become an r if it was the last thing she did he wished he had expressed a more achievable ambition now that exam time was here like already um, did, like that c- did they like did they did they did she actually do anything though like i like i still wait first i'm just waiting for that fanfic of <laughs> mcgonagall training harry um between that time b- between career advice and now because, like, he's remembering McGonagall's declaration, but, like, what's a declaration if you don't yeah. actually help pass, like, classes? So, I don't know. I'd like to think that she did something, but... She made sure, though. There's been a lot going on. Um, yeah, so, the next morning after breakfast, um, they go to take their, their charms exam, um, and... Uh, the first question is, give the incantation and describe the wand movement required to make objects fly. Which is great. I think we know how this uh, charms lesson is going to go. Or, sorry, charms uh, examination is going to go. Um, because it's Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Not Leviosa. So. Sorry. <laughs> or, or Wingardium Leviosa, make the guard nice and long, as is in the what she really said. Um, and not in the... What what are they a called? Historical reenactments. I forgot the word. Thank you. Those. Well, that wasn't too bad, was it? Said Hermione um, after they finished the exam. I'm not sure I did myself justice on cheering charms. I just ran out of time. Did you put the counter charm for hiccups? I wasn't so sure whether I ought to. It felt like too much. And on question 23, Hermione said, Ron, we've been through this before. We're not going through every exam afterward. It's bad enough doing them all at <laughs> once. I I also want to point out plug um that if you give us a cheering charm you won't have um there's no uh there are no hiccups as as a side effect side effect you're not in danger this is true of getting hiccups i also i just want to point out that if hermione jean granger came up to me on some let's go through this like i hate people that do that let's go through question by question it's it's of what we just went through yeah like immediately after like if it was like how do you think you did i think i did all right what do you think you what do you think you passed yeah i can do that what do you think about question 23 bitch i don't even remember what question 23 was let's be honest (laughs) what she needs to do is go and talk to ernie Like, real honestly, if Ernie had earlier, because he came up to, to Harry and Ron talking about, I did, how many hours are you studying? I did, like, eight this today, but then yesterday I did seven and a quarter, and then the day before that I did, like, ten. They should have just been like, go talk to Hermione. <laughs> Leave us out of it. Y'all could do that together. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, I, y'all deserve each other, please. Like. That is actually really funny, because do oh I now gosh. ship Hotep Ernie and Hermione? 
Hermione and Ernie? I don't, I but I'm just saying. They do deserve each other, though. <laughs> yeah. Like. They do. They do. Get out sometimes. my face. Um. <laughs> At the very least right now in this context. Like, y'all need to go over there. Um, So they ate lunch. And then after they had their practical examination, um, small groups of of students were called forward in alphabetical order. Um, Hermione went into... When her name was called, she left the chamber with Anthony Goldstein, Gregory Goyle, and Daphne Greengrass. Oh, guys, Anthony Goldstein is Um, Jewish. That's all we know about him. But, you know... It's literally all... And he's in the DA. Those are the two things we know about him. Mm-hmm. And he's a Ravenclaw? Is he? I believe so. I'm gonna check, but I'm pretty sure he's a Ravenclaw. But he's Jewish. But she doesn't oh, no, say so that. But you're that just supposed to know that. Goldstein. But also a distant you're, yeah, you're supposed relative to, to Teeny Goldstein. Because all Goldsteins are related. That is actually hella racist. Mm-hmm. And Jewish. That would be like... Mm-hmm. Oh, all Thomases are related to Dean. I mean, I think... I think that... I think that, like, part the part of it is supposed to be that... Uh, yeah, Anthony's a Ravenclaw. Is that, like, it's a small community? Because I think, like, one of the founders of Ilvermorny is, is related to Terry Boot. I mean, I get that it's a small community. I'm not saying it's that, the, just that like, they're only being three. Um, I'm not saying that they're only being three Jewish characters, and all of them being related is not a problem. But I'm just saying that she tends to like, right. recycle. Um, I get names like with, I get it, but also I'm just yeah. like. Mm. But I, you're also coming from the person who saw a tweet about yeah, absolutely a Harry Potter book for Jewish people, and immediately sent it to like the three Jewish Potterheads that I know, and then was like, "Was that racist? I feel like that was out of pocket. I'm sorry." Did you want this? I don't know. I thought of you. <laughs> Harry Potter Jewishness. I don't know. My bad. I feel gross now. So. <laughs> That's a look inside my brain. Um, <laughs> oh, Sorry about that. <laughs> very quickly. Um, also, Daphne Greengrass is uh, Malfoy's future sister-in-law. What? So that's a thing, too. Yeah. Oh, because he marries her... Scorpius's auntie. Sister. Right? Yes. So, he's the only one who doesn't have a high school sweetheart and doesn't marry the person that he's been in class with this whole day. But also, like, could you imagine Malfoy with a high school sweetheart? Like, Malfoy, I knew you at Hogwarts. I mean, Pansy was all up and down. Like, she loved him some... But I would hope that Pansy would grow up. And be like, ooh, Draco, you're kind of trash. Or Draco grows up and it's like, actually, Pansy, you're trash. Because I'm like, they kind of, we were talking about Ernie and Hermione. They kind of They're high school selves too, but we're supposed to believe that Draco, after the the war and what he went through, gets some introspection. No, yeah. I mean, he he may have some growth. (laughs) We don't know about Pansy, but. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Um, we just don't know. Um, according to, to, to the thing that we don't talk about, him and Harry are best friends now, so, you know. Besties. (laughs) Holding hands, braiding each other's hair. Let's move on. Ron who? Mm Mm-hmm. Who's a Ron? I don't know him. I don't know her. I don't know her. (laughs) Um, so ten minutes later, Professor Flitwick called Parkinson Pansy, 
Patel Padma, Patel Parvati, and Potter Harry, which t- maybe maybe the examination room is like much bigger because they jump from G to P in 10 minutes and that seems very quick. Or there just aren't any um, So, don't make me remember the words in between. <laughs> just... Girl. I was like A B C D E F G. I'll have to sing the whole song. There's not that many I, J, K, L, M, N, or O's. There's like nine. I like counted two. There's like eight or nine letters between. But I still feel like, I mean, granted, we don't know how many kids there are in this school. So maybe there aren't any like O's or something. I don't know. Harry goes into the examination room um, and is paired with the very oldest and baldest examiner named Professor Tofty. Um, and Professor Mar- Marchbanks is next to him, or is nearby um, with Draco. So, and that's, and see, that's why it's like, how long do these um, mm-hmm. take? How, like, how long do the exams take that, like, you're going in there and people who were, like, much further before you were still there? Um, Maybe they go in, like, kind of an, a line, so, like a... Like a like the Ford, you do the one and then the other. Like a conveyor Thank belt? You, but that's not it. But yes. But that line. But so that conveyor line that. is. Oh, um. You know, that. y'all y'all all know like what I'm saying. <laughs> they do that. Exactly what you're saying. It's a podcast um, and we're both doing yeah. hand motions. <laughs> They do that, like, you know that thing. Y'all know, y'all know what, what we talk about. about. Don't act brand new. Oh y'all know what gosh. we talk, what we're trying to say. So Potter is it? Said Professor Tofty, <laughs> the famous Potter. Which I just feel like you probably shouldn't ask people that. Like that just shouldn't be um, the way that you ask someone who they are. Also, though, it's just like you know very I mean? uncomfortable. Like, you, like, do you want my autograph before you determine yeah. my entire future, or you want to wait maybe until <laughs> after? <laughs> Right. Like, how is this? I'm very confused. Um, so out of the corner, but he says that and then Malfoy gets distracted and the, and the wine glass he'd been levitating fell to the floor and smashed. Because um, he's salty. Because Malfoy can't help. He can't help it. He wishes he was the boy who lived so bad. So, so bad. How much different would life so, be um, th- had Harry just... If Malfoy had been the boy no. who lived? I mean, yes, but no. If Harry had just oh. been like, oh, "Okay, cool, I'll hang out with you. You, you sound, you seem cool," or whatever. And Malfoy well, got his his real friend or his one true <laughs> friend. I mean, I don't, Harry would probably be even more insufferable than he is now. So, because if he had heard, you'll soon find Potter. That there are some wizarding families that are better than others, and I can help you with that. And then Harry'd have been like, "Oh, seems legit." Bye, Ron. <laughs> like that is not a good start to a seven book series. Like this kid is an <laughs> asshole. It just isn't. <laughs> I'm like, why am I reading this? <laughs> oh 
You nah. know Harry Potter? Nah, fam. Like, that book was wild. <laughs> like, I don't really understand. He's hanging out with Nazis and shit. Like, I don't know. I felt like it was kind of, like, really heavy on, like, the pro, pro-fascist Nazis. I don't know. I just felt like... Have you seen... So there's this, like, Mitchell and Webb clip where... They're, it's, like, based in World War Two, and they're, they're, like, in Nazis uniforms, and they're, they're not, they're playing Nazis, and <laughs> David Mitchell goes, are we the baddies? And he's like, what? No, we're good. And he's like, we have skulls on our uniforms. I, I think we're the baddies. <laughs> are you sure we're not? No, no, we're right. We have skulls and snakes on our uniforms. I, I I think we're the baddies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just context clues, man. Like, you can tell. It's very, very easy. easy. I also wonder now um, if Nazis really did have skulls on their uniforms. Cause it just seems like really bad PR. <laughs> just... Oh, it's not funny. <laughs> But it just, is. <laughs> bad just PR. I mean, you know, I immediately thought of like I immediately yeah. thought of Hydra. I mean, even just like and even Voldemort, even the Death Eaters. You're talking about skulls. How and are you gonna? Like, how really? It's, like, it work? just feels like it'd be very hard. <laughs> that was your branding to recruit. <laughs> you got skulls and snakes on your shit. <laughs> I just feel like. I mean, maybe that's why when Voldemort pressed the dark mark, only like fifteen of the mugs came back. They were, they were like, like, "I think we're. The, I don't think we're the good guys, man. I don't think we're in the right here." Like, I don't, <laughs> like maybe I should. Maybe I should rethink my life. I should rethink here. the fact that I let a man tattoo snake. a skull on me. <laughs> Not one of my. You know, I was young, so that I could be. I was a kid, call. like. <laughs> Made some made some dumb mistakes. What are you gonna do? <laughs> not proud of it. Oh my gosh! I wonder if there are reformed Death Eaters that then have like like you get like the tattoo the, removal. Like, tattoo removal. If you can do that, like, is that possible? <laughs> you know they have because they do have those that like, be possible, like right? there's a whole thing about like reformed like white supremacists and stuff and like how they have to go through like all this tattoo removal and there are people. Their whole organization built around like helping them remove tattoos because they have like tattoo mm-hmm. kike and like swastikas on themselves. And like, could you imagine the realization of like, oh no, I my entire philosophy is wrong I'm and giant. oh god, why did I yeah. put on my body forever? <laughs> I have a confederate flag <laughs> on my head, on my chest. Just like tattoos on my like, can't go nowhere because it's literally I'm like, bald. Boom. And it's just like bam, Confederate flag. Ooh, gotta wear hats all times. And it's gotta go to the wig store. This, and then I gotta go, and you know, like the only people that make really good wigs are people of color. So I gotta go in there with a hoodie on, be like, um, Oof. I need a wig, yeah, and I can't show you my look. head. <laughs> It's really not funny, but, like, it's this wild. Like, I just, I, I never thought of that, you know? Oh, my God. Like, there the has to be, like, some kind of, like, reformation. pro like, about this being set in Britain is that if you were a reformed Death Eater, 
it wouldn't be weird to always wear long sleeves because of the climate. Like, if you were a Death Eater and you lived in, you lived in California. Also, like, do we have, like, short sleeve robes? Huh? You know? Like, do they have that? So, do they have short sleeve I mean, robes? listen. My Southern California ass is not walking around in a full... See, and then when you said California, I was also thinking about, like, what are the, <laughs> like, robe lengths when you're in, like, warmer climate? Like, Miami? Like, what they got, they got Miami them short wear? robes. Or fucking, like, D.C. Like, what do you wear? <laughs> like, they have the, like, <laughs> Booty short robes. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. This conversation took such a turn. Like, it just, like, turned so quickly. <laughs> I don't, like, that gave me whiplash. <laughs> like, I know exactly how we got here, but yeah. it happened so fast. <laughs> Oh, wow. Amani dropping history. Never forget Hugo Boss did the Nazi uniforms. Do you know if he put a skull on them, though? <laughs> I just want to know the recruitment strategy behind that. The PR. I mean, you know, Hydra said, let's have tentacles. But that makes sense. Come out of a skull. Like, it's a... It's still, like, not... It does, like, you can still... It's. It, you can't argue that you're on the right side, right? Like, you're just like, wow, this is a very intimidating... I mean, if it was just... Well, because like, it's like a... Hydra's like... They make... If it was like just an octopus, or do they make it real menacing looking? <laughs> like, if, like, the graphic designer yeah, just made, like, a cool octopus... Because it's like Semper Fi, right? Semper Fidelis, like, always faithful or whatever. It's like, cut one off and the other one grows back. It's like, mm-hmm. we always here. We don't give up. Like, yeah... I can, that's a slogan right. I can get behind. <laughs> but it's a but skull. But it's a skull. Yeah. We should move on because it's, it's. All right, moving on. With um, a team bonus episode. So after Professor Tofty, um, after Professor Tofty, like, <laughs> wizarding fashion and branding in, wizarding. in uh, both like it's just wizarding fashion and then you talk about like what's what is the branding like for these like hate groups but then also in california what do you wear what do you wear (laughs) what do you wear um so after professor tofty asks um if harry's the famous potter um malfoy i said i said this already his his wine glass falls to the floor because he can't mind his business um and then harry can't suppress a grin because Malfoy messed up. Um, and Professor Tofty smiled back at him encouragingly. That's it. No need to be nervous. Now if I could make you... Sorry. If I could ask you to take this egg cup, egg cup and make it do some cartwheels for me. Um, on the whole, Harry thought that his um, charm went rather well. Or his charms exam went rather well. Um, except for the fact that he mixed up the incantations for color change and growth charms. So that the rat he was supposed to be turning orange swelled shockingly and was the size of a badger before Harry could rectify his mistake. That's terrifying. I want to go ahead and, and say, also that's like for me, doesn't Luna um, become an animal rights activist or something? Like because she should. Um, I'm not actually sure. <laughs> I mean, you know how many people <laughs> I just feel should. I just feel like you know how many regulations and like and it's just like the school thing all over again. Like there are just so, so many, many that like it's just just throw it all in the trash and start over. Like oh, we're just going to like, man. 
I don't, we're just gonna torture animals all willy-nilly. And what is the practical application of it? Because that's my thing, like, when I was, like, in subjects that I really hated, like, geometry, or basically any math subject past, mm -hmm. like, arithmetic, which was actually the only math subject that I understood. When they started putting letters in there, I was like, what the fuck is going on? But any math, any science, I was like, when am I ever going to use this in real life? Like, y'all done invented calculators. Like, why am I going to turn this thing into, or I guess you would grow food, like, engorgio like a pumpkin so that you could feed more people or something but can you do that yeah that's like I mean, got like, flaw sure. well i mean like hagrid's used like spells to grow pumpkins faster and like larger for halloween and stuff so like potentially but when are you gonna torture your animals what? <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's 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 not well, he wasn't, it was an accident. He wasn't supposed to be growing it. He was supposed to but change the still, color. So maybe it's supposed to be like, like for festive reasons? I feel like I it's, it would know. be psychologically and, and like, scarring if your color was changed. And you're like, why? Yeah. What are y'all doing to me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. But, and it's like, please don't make me defend <laughs> Institution. <laughs> like, I, I just, just have no no answers. I don't have the answers. Um, so Harry uh, did not tell Hermione about it, but he could tell Ron because Ron had caused a dinner plate to mutate into a large mushroom and had no idea how it happened. Um, after they finish this uh, exam, they start to study for transfiguration, um, and then in the so then he said, uh, in the in his exam, he managed to vanish all of his iguana, whereas poor Hannah Abbott lost her head completely at the next table and somehow managed to multiply her ferret into a flock of flamingos, ferret? causing the examination to be halted for 10 minutes while the birds were captured and carried out of the hall. Um, so this is, like, I mean, poor, Aunt, poor Hannah, because that's, like, I mean, that's stressful um, all around, but also, like, how is she still there when Harry's there? If they're going by alphabetical, <laughs> if they're going in alphabetical order, this is what this is where I get confused. I'm like, why is Potter in there? What like how long are these yeah. exams that like she's still there when Harry's there? It don't, none of it makes any sense. I don't get it. So. um, it doesn't. But you know what? It's the Wizarding <laughs> World. Maybe they're going by a different alphabet. Well, it's like so. What is the? It's Occam's Razor is the um. The simplest solution is probably the correct one. And I think in the Wizarding World, they go by Rowling's Razor. Mm -hmm. Ooh, alliteration. Rowling's Razor, razor like the most Cute. difficult and confusing solution is the correct one. Mm-hmm. And Imani says that maybe they're going by first name, which just seems odd if they were going by last name before. Like, in the, yesterday, we're going by last name. Today we're going by first name. Are we, like, what's, like, the consistency? But again, it's the Wizarding World, so maybe that's, maybe they just want to switch it up, make it fun for them, like, keep them guessing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So then they have their Herbology exam on Wednesday, and then Defense Against the Dark Arts on Thursday. Here, for the first time, Harry felt sure he had passed. 
Um, he had no problem with any of the written questions and took particular pre- pleasure during the practical examination in, perform- in performing all the counter jinxes and defensive spells right in front of Umbridge, who was watching coolly from near the doors into the entrance hall, um, which is funny. But also being, like, I want Hermione. Like, it's, it's basically what McGonagall was saying, right? Like, and it's really funny, right? Because like, Umbridge wants them all to do well because it reflects well on her, but like doesn't want Harry to do well yeah. specifically. So it's very strange, and I think she needs to like leave. <laughs> but I also like love the idea that um, Hermione is in there being like, mm, counter jinxes seem like they were important, right? Seems like they're important. And what they ended up on the test. Leave them in our examination. Interesting. <laughs> curious, curious. Curious. Um. So, oh, bravo! Cried Professor Tofty, who just like lives to gas Harry up at this point. Maybe I mean, I think he's older than Marchbanks, so at this point, he's just like. You demonstrated a perfect Boggart banishing spell. Turn Look at up. you. And then he says. And then he says, very good indeed. Well, I think that's all, Potter. Unless. And then he leans forward. I heard from my dear friend Tiberius Ogden that you can produce a Patronus for a bonus point. Uh, Harry raised his wand, looked directly at Umbridge, and imagined her being sacked. (laughs) Expecto Patronum. Um, And then a silver stag erupted from the end of his wand and cantered the length of the hall. All of the examiners looked around to watch its progress, and when it dissolved into a silver mist... Uh, Professor Tofty claps his veined and knotted ha- hands enthusiastically. Excellent, he said. Very well, Potter. You may go. Just. Um, and as Harry passed Umbridge beside the door, their eyes met. There was a nasty smile playing on her wide, slack mouth, but he did not care. Unless he was very much mistaken, he had just achieved an outstanding OWL. But also, he he just cripped, oh, walked his way out there. Just. He moonwalked out. He did. Is what he did. <laughs> He was like, oh, you want a Patronus charm? I can give you a Patronus charm. You want it to dance? You want it to tap? Like, what you want? Like, what kind of, like, what you feeling? Do you want, do you want the corporeal or do you want the the little little shield? Which one you want? I take requests. Don't don't worry about it. We cool. (laughs) He said, I got you on that. It's been two years and I just got done teaching some kids how to do it. I'm on it. So on Friday, Harry and Ron had the day off while Hermione sat her ancient runes exam, um, and they permitted themselves a break from studying because they have the whole weekend ahead of them. Um, <clears throat> so uh, Hermione comes in later angry because she mistranslated Ewas, which means partnership, not defense, and she mixed it up with Ewas, which is literally two words with one letter difference. Um Ah, well, said Ron. That's only one mistake, just, isn't it? You, you can't live it. life that stressed Oh, shut out. up, said Hermione. It could be the one mistake that makes the difference between a pass and a fell. And what's more, someone's put another Niffler in Umbridge's office. I don't know how they got in through the new door, but I just walked past there and Umbridge is shrieking her head off. By the sound of it, it tried to take a chunk out of her leg. Good, said Harry and Ron. It is not, said Hermione. She thinks Hagrid is doing it, remember? And we do not want Hagrid chucked out. I mean, don't we? <laughs> I think no they they definitely do not at this point for their own survival oh yeah no you're right they don't they don't because then they have to they you're right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nope they don't they do not because I otherwise 
they would have to um, they would have to take care of Grop. So, yeah, let's not shut <laughs> Haggard out. Maybe we'll talk about it next year. But even still, we don't need to chuck Haggard out. We just need to be like, just put a you know what? In. You're very talented in keeping keys and grounds. So let's go back to having you focus on yeah. your strengths. You know? Mm-hmm. Take a time out on this teaching thing. Mm-hmm. He's teaching at the moment. She can't blame him, said Harry. Oh, you're so naive sometimes, Harry. Do you really think Umbridge will wait for proof? said Hermione who seemed determined to be in a towering temper and she swept off toward the girl's dormitory banging the door behind her she's just like she's just stressed and like upset and like is Hagrid had this giant sprung on her she mistranslated Awas she's just like but you also like fuck all y'all I'm out you can't live life that stressed out like it's just it's going to blow up in your face but I mean, I also think that, but I, but I also think that like, this is not, this is not the most stressed she's ever been, at least. We, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. Um... <clears throat> So, also, I'm really upset because, um, sorry to go back to our tangent that wouldn't end, but Amani just, like, let me know that everybody does skulls, like, even we do skulls, like, America, which, I mean, we, whatever. Like, I'm not. <laughs> not like America, so I'm, like, shiny. All the military does skulls, apparently, and I just feel like they need to get a PR person in there to just be, like... Everyone, yeah, I just... I think I think at this point, maybe at some point, skulls weren't like you know the connotation maybe wasn't as. I think it's just that men are trash. Bad. Um, I just think yeah. that men are like, oh, that seems toxic. Let's do that. True, true. Um, Amani brings up a, a an important point and says, you know, who doesn't have skulls? Who doesn't do skulls though? Wakanda. Wakanda. Oh, guys, it's Wakanda so close. I can taste it. And, oh my gosh I just I mean I also would like to point out once more and just, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by paramedic <laughs> I think we know I think we got I think just, we just so y'all remember just so you're remembering so then they have uh potions on Monday um and Harry found the written exam difficult um, though he thought he might have gotten full marks on the polyjuice potion, um, which he better Which is a do. problem! That was the thing that you actually put in your body. I it just... Is. It is. Oh, the magical education. Um, but also, that's not, the, that's not the school's fault. That's the trio's fault. Um, and then... I was saying what? the magical education, but then I was like, that's their the trio's that fault. That? That's not on Hogwarts. That's on them. Oh, yeah, that was just yet another time when they stuck their nose into um, business that was wasn't not theirs. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. They really brewed Polyjuice Potion to find out if Malfoy was there. Hermione could have been a cat. And then, like, and then what were they Hermione could have been stuck as a cat. And then who would have been around to save their asses? I know, but then I'm just thinking, like, <sighs> it was a really dumb plan. It was plan. a really dumb plan. 
Um, <clears throat> so then that afternoon, practical was not as dreadful as uh, he had expected it to be. With Snape absent from the proceedings, he found that he was much more relaxed than he usually was. Um, and Neville, who was sitting very near Harry, also looked happier than Harry had ever seen him during a potions class. So I'm thinking at this point that they're all taking the exam at the same time. Because Long bottom again, potter. How is Neville there? Wow, yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess L is closer to P. L M N O P um, five. <laughs> Y'all, I can't do the alphabet. I don't know it. <laughs> don't know the alphabet without the song. <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> Damn. I mean, honestly, like, who really Damn, knows? Damn. But the like, song, do you understand? Though? Like, I just realized this. Well, I think that, like, we all do, right? Like, I think that we, like, you know, we know the alphabet, but if you don't, like, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you the order without the song. I absolutely could That not. is a mnemonic device that works. It Maybe too well. Because I'm now unsure of my <laughs> own like intelligence. I'm a whole-ass adult, and I don't know the alphabet. I'm a whole-ass adult. I learned when I was, like, two. Don't know it. <laughs> this is something that Aminata has on me for sure. And Ami's song is I mean, better than mine. She got she, like an it's like an Usher Raymond like an Usher song or something. There Well, I mean Usher did a Sesame Street. My dad my dad did a um uh my dad made a remix for, for us. When we See, were this little. is bull. I have the boring old, like, A, B, C, D. I mean, we, we learned it in that one. I mean, I learned it that way. But my dad did it, like, uh, why are we talking because about I want Because I want a new, I want a new song. If I'm gonna be. <laughs> so my dad would, my dad, so my dad did, um, A, B, C, we're talking D, E, F, G. You could do it. It's H, I, J. K L M N O P, way Q R S. We're talking about T U V, and then we got W to the X Y Z. Yeah, Whoa, flavor in there. A lituation, as you can tell, See? I remember it. I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to be an adult <laughs> having to sing a song to remember the alphabet, I want it to be a banger. I just <laughs> feel like. That's true. I mean, I definitely don't sing that version when I'm trying to figure out the alphabet, though. Just go for the quick and dirty. I sing the one that I do. I do. It's fine. Um, okay, <laughs> we're going to move on. Cause all we wanted to know is what alphabetical order the Wizarding, Worlds are, the Wizarding World is using, but it's okay. Um, so then uh, Harry, at the end of the exam thinks that he at least avoided a fail. Um, only four exams left said Parvati. Um, only said Hermione, I've got arithmancy and it's probably the toughest That's subject you. there is. Um, so she's so she's just like, <laughs> she's doing a lot. She's stressed. Don't, don't snap at me. Um, so me. Harry was determined to perform. <laughs> Parvati said, I am not one of these little white girls you can just be snapping at. Watch it. She didn't though. She was just like, I'm a I'm a chill off that. Like just let her She rolled her eyes really there. well. My, my just did a, mm. I'm chilling. Yeah. She definitely rolled her eyes, but she was just like, <laughs> Alright then. Cool. Good for you. <laughs> Good luck. Um so Harry was determined to perform well at 
uh, on in Tuesday's care of magical creatures exam so as not to let Hagrid down. Um, the practical examination took place in the afternoon where students were required to identify the gnarl hidden among a dozen hedgehogs, um, demonstrate the correct handling of a bow chuckle, feed and clean the, a fire crab, um, and choose from a wide selection of food the diet they would give a sick unicorn. Um, I just want to point out that they were taught at least half of these by Grubbly Plank. Would also like to point out that Blast and Groots are not in the <laughs> Didn't make the cut. But also, no. they'd have to breed more of them, no. which would be illegal. Because he illegally bred those and set them loose on children. It's true. Actually, I think fire crabs, um, didn't he? And a manticore. He, he bred a fire crab with yeah. a manticore, I want to say? Yeah. So, um... None of those are on the test. Oh. The fire right. crab is. So at least they, at least, like, half of that, maybe? Probably not. I don't know. This this is ridiculous. Hagrid needs to go. Not yet. Um, Hagrid needs to go in year six. Exam on, not yet. Not after yet. After Grop. He needs to go yeah. in July. Him and Grop can go together. <laughs> Just, like, between... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to happen. Yes. Um, so, Harry... Oh, so their astronomy exam on Wednesday morning went well enough. Um, and then they had to wait until the evening for their practical exam. So their afternoon was divination. Um, even by Harry's low standards in divination, the exam went badly. Uh, he might as well have... He might as well have tried to see moving pictures in the desks in the desktop as in the stubbornly blank crystal ball, he lost his head completely during the tea leaf reading, saying it looked to him as though Professor Marchbanks would shortly be meeting a round, dark, soggy stranger and rounded off the whole fiasco by mis- mixing up the life and headlines in her palm and informing her that she ought to have died the previous Tuesday. That seems about right. Um, well, we were... Yeah, right. Well, we were always going to fail that one, said Ron. Um... Because he had told the examiner in detail about the ugly man with a wart on his nose in his crystal ball, only to look up and realize he had been describing the examiner's reflection. So, (laughs) basically, they are never taking that class again. But no one cares. (laughs) It's it's like, that had to be so painful to sit through after that. Just to be like, wow, I, okay. My bad, sir. (laughs) So, about them teeth. How's your day? How are you doing? (laughs) You look healthy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, we shouldn't have taken that stupid subject in the first place, said Harry. Still, at least we can give it up now. Yeah, said Harry. No more pretending we care what happens when Jupiter and Uranus get too friendly. And from now on, I don't care if my tea leaves spell die, Ron, die. I'm just chucking them in the bin where they belong. It's <laughs> great. It's great. Um, so, uh, Hermione shows up and says she thinks she did well in arithmancy. Um, and then later that night, they go to the astronomy tower for, uh, for their exam. Um, Professor Marchbanks and Tofty strolled among them, watching as they entered the precise, precise sorry, positions of the stars and planets they were observing. All was quiet except for the rustle of parchment, the occasional creak of the telescope um, as it adjusted on its stand, and the scribble of many quills. Um, half an hour passed, then an hour. As Harry completed the constellation Orion on his chart, the front doors of the castle opened up directly below the parapet where he was standing, <gasps> so that light spilled on, down the stone steps a little way across the lawn. 
Um, so, like, why are you doing this during Wait. exams? Like, I'm sure Umbridge knows when, um, like, all the exams are being had. And she knows where the astronomy tower is. And she knows that there are people around. And it, like, seems like terrible timing. Also, I'm pretty sure there's only, like, one more week left of school. So why? But also, a young man stands on a parapet. He frantically waves his white flag as he and just like that it's over we count we tend to our wounded we count our dead black and white soldiers okay, so. yelling yeah if this really means freedom not yet or at all actually because not for the black um, soldiers what happens not for the black ones but also just, I'm, I'm bringing oh, it back to harry okay. potter <laughs> pulling away hair pet man um this is the most exciting part i know i know there's a there's a parapet, I know. Um, so Harry saw five or six elongated shadows moving over the brightly lit grass. Um, and then he tries to focus back on his exam, but then he sees ha- he sees the half a dozen figures walking across the lawn. Um, and even from a distance, Harry had a funny feeling that he recognized the walk of the squattest among them who seemed to be leading the group. Um, he could not think why Umbridge would be taking a stroll outside past midnight, much less accompanied by five others. Um, and as he tries to go back to exam again, he hears a distant knock that echoed through the deserted grounds, um, followed immediately by the muffled barking of a large dog. There were lights on in Haggard's windows and the people he had observed crossing the lawn were now silhouetted against them. The door opened and he distinctly saw six tiny but sharply defined figures walking over the threshold. The door closed again and there was silence. Um, Harry felt uneasy. He glanced around to see whether Ron or Hermione had noticed what he had, but then Professor Marchbix came walking behind him. Um, so then he bent back over his exam to pretend like he was doing it. Um, but he was really still watching Hagrid's cabin. Figures were now moving across the windows, temporarily blocking the light. Um, he could feel Professor Marchbanks's eyes on the back of his neck and pressed his eyes against the telescope, staring up at the moon, though he had marked its position an hour ago. Um, as Marchbanks moved on, he heard a roar from the distant cabin that echoed through the darkness right up to the top of the astronomy tower. Um, several people around Harry ducked out from behind their telescopes and peered instead at the direction of Haggard's cabin. Uh, try and con- concentrate now, boys and girls, said Professor Tofty. Most people returned to the telescope. Um, uh, Harry looked to his left. Hermione was gazing transfixed at Haggard's. Um, 20 minutes to go, said Professor Tofty, and Hermione tries to focus back on her exam. There was a loud bang from the grounds. Haggard's door had burst open, and by the light flooded out of the cabin, they saw him quite clearly, a massive figure roaring and brandishing his fists, surrounded by six people, all of whom, judging by the tiny threads of light they were casting in his direction, seemed to be attempting to stun him. So can we talk about how, um, like, four years ago, when Fudge thought that maybe Haggard had opened the Chamber of Secrets... And how he was able to take him to Azkaban. Granted, he didn't need to go to Azkaban. That was not necessary. But he was able to, like, remove him pretty easily. Um, and and pretty... Uh, yep. Like, there was no... There, there was no there was issue. No like, violence. Like, he, there was no stunning. It was just like, Haggard, I gotta take you to Azkaban. Haggard's like, wow, that's wild. That's out of pocket. You shouldn't have to. Um but I'm gonna come with you anyway, and whatever. Um, Fudge went on his own. Like, there's just all these kind of ways that, like, 
it was a it was a fucked up situation, but like he went right. Whereas like Umbridge, on the other hand, takes five other people to fire this. Like you didn't. She didn't need that. Like she right. escalated that um, conversation. I was right? just about to use that word. I was like, it, this reminds me so much about like, sorry, happy place, but when police officers are supposed to be trained to, in de-escalation and what they end up doing is escalating a conflict um, and mm-hmm. like it didn't need to happen. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, he was pointing at his thing. It's like, well, why did you, he might've had a gun. Why were you pointing your gun or pulling out a gun at someone if they were just, I don't know, whatever they're accused of doing, not nearly worse mm-hmm. you screaming and you know, pulling out a gun on someone. So it just, and then in doing so and like ratcheting up the, uh, the tensions and stuff gets to then say like, Oh, he's a beast, you know, he's dangerous. And like, but it's right. But, and and it's, and it's a way to like, it's a, it's a way to prove the thing that they or not even prove. It's a way to like justify the way that they came at him. Um, by coming at him that way in the first place. And then there was no, there's like no, and obviously we don't know what the conversation was in the cabin, but even if we did, like there's no reason for them to try to stun him and to attack him because you're literally just saying, Hey, we no longer want you to teach now. Like you're also like, why are you going at midnight? When he hears your notice, you're going to have to leave an X number of days, like gather your things. And Haggard was prepared for that. Right. Like he knew, Right? But instead, she comes through with six people. Who knows what she said? She probably said him. all sorts of things about his mama. Right. His daddy. Mm-hmm. Pro- like, it was probably, like, mad disrespectful. And now, all of a sudden, he's being attacked. And, and like, you know, he has his giant blood, so, like, obviously he's not... He didn't get taken down, but he can't perform magic right. back at them. Like, he can't, like, really defend himself. And he wouldn't. That's yeah. the other thing, too. Uh, is like No, cried Hermione. It's not like Hagrid would. Right. It's not in his nature. Like, I mean, if he thought he was really in danger, maybe. But, like, it's not in Hagrid's nature to attack back. You know, it's got to be Battle of Hogwarts type mm-hmm. level stuff for him to, you know, to do that. And so... Yeah. And to go, like, again, I'm just, if someone's coming in, in my house at midnight, like, you're starting off on the wrong foot. No. And again, like, like, why midnight? Like, it, it, it's just all, I mean, this is all problematic, obviously. All of it. Um. So, so Hermione cries, no. Um, Professor Tofty says, my dear, this is an examination but no one was paying attention to their star charts anymore. Jets of red lights were flying beside Haggard's cabin, yet they somehow seemed to bounce off of him. Um, so there were cries and yells echoing across the grounds. A man yelled, be reasonable, Haggard. And Haggard said, reasonable be damned. You won't take me like this, Dollish. Jo- Dollish is like, is such a tool. Like, I need him to find some morals or some shit. Like, he needs to go. Um, but also, like, y'all already escalated it. Tell you're him gonna, to be reasonable. You're gonna tell Haggard to be reasonable, but you're- Bitch, you stunned stun me! You be reasonable! Like, you fired off at least 12 stunning- You, you, you fired off at least, like, 
two stunning charms or stunning spells each, and you're telling him to be reasonable. Yeah, we would have had to fight. Word. <laughs> like it's right. already a fight. Like it's like it's just what. Um. So then Fang comes out ch- attempting to defend Hagrid. Um. And then a stunning spell catches him and Hagrid gives a howl of fury, um, lift, lifted the culprit bodily from the ground and threw him. The man flew what looked like 10 feet and did not get up again. Hermione gasped, her both hands over her mouth. Harry looked around at Ron and saw that he too was looking scared. None of them had ever seen Hagrid in a real temper. They before. just went after his dog. Um, Let someone manhandle Zelda. Like, I bet, I bet you, I wish you, I wish you would. I bet you, I wish you, what you thought you would. What about Robert? Robert can go fuck himself. He can take care of that. I don't care. I hate the cat. <laughs> he just walked past um, you. <laughs> and I just, mm. So then, so then, um, <laughs> so then the front door is open again, um, and a single long black shadow was now rippling across the lawn. Now, really, said Professor Tofty, only 16 minutes left, you know, but no one paid him the slightest attention. You gotta appreciate, like, um, how dare you his ability to shouted. focus on his job. Huh? <laughs> like, he's trying. Like, guys. He's like, come on, he's trying to, he, there's, there's clearly a crisis happening. He's like, I'm trying to pull it together. Focus. Need the, Six order. minutes. Come on. How dare you, the figure shouted as, as she ran. How dare you? It's McGonagall, whispered Hermione. Leave him alone. Alone, I say. On what grounds are you attacking him? He has done nothing nothing to warrant such. Uh, Hermione, Parvati, and Lavender all screamed. No fewer than four stunners were shot from the figures around the cabin toward Professor McGonagall. What in the fuck is going on? Listen. Like, in what way? Listen. And, and the fact that it was four, right? Like, it's not like Umbridge didn't shout stun her. It was like, I'm sure Umbridge was one of the motherfuckers who stunned her, but like... At three other dudes, ours, who she probably taught turn around and stun this like sixty-year-old woman who's coming through to defend her colleague, and she's not. She didn't pull out her wand or nothing. She's just like, like why don't y'all like, chill? We what what we won't do here is be stunning people. Honest, this is a school. Y'all just stunning motherfuckers. Like, what is this? No. Amani said, no, you don't attack McGonagall. We riding. Burn down the R's <laughs> office. Um, and Portia said, F these R's. Like, all, like, just, this is, this is so ridiculous. Like, no. I love, though. No. Just, everyone is like, oh, damn, they coming at Hagrid like this. But they stun McGonagall. And it is. Burning down the Aura's office, rewriting. Like the chat oh. was. The chat was like. Yeah. Well, no, because like it, it's already, it's already like fucked up, right? So I think all of us, and like if, I feel like this is kind of the same thing that I'm thinking is just like this is like awful. But then like McGonagall literally has nothing. Like she just, she just came out and was like, "Hey, maybe we should not." Introspection. Maybe you should get some. Hey, maybe don't. Right. But um, still, again, also, so we stunned McGonagall and we write. Galloping gargoyles shouted Professor Tofty, who seemed to have forgotten the exam completely. Not so much as a warning. Outrageous behavior. Cowards bellowed Hagrid. Ruddy cowards, have some of that. And that. 
Oh my, gasped Hermione. Hagrid took two massive swipes at, at his closest attackers. Judging by their immediate collapse, they had been knocked cold. Um, Harry saw him double over. Um, and the next moment, Hagrid was standing again with, with, peered, with what appeared to be a sack on his back. And then Harry realized that Fang's limp body was draped around his shoulders. Get him! Get him! Screamed Umbridge. Which is like, <laughs> why? Literally, all you have to do is say, hey, we don't want you to teach at the school anymore. You're going to have to leave at a certain point. What is the point of attacking him? Are you asking me for an answer? There's literally no reason. He has not done anything to warrant you attacking him. And, like, Haggard has been tripping for so long. (laughs) For most of his days. But he doesn't deserve it. Haggard stay tripping. I'm sorry. I was, like, he is always on one, but does not deserve this at all. But you're right. He be tripping. So Hagrid ran full pelt toward the distant gates and, dis- and disappeared into the darkness. And he went to go um, take Grop there was with a long him. Minutes quivering silence. Everyone gazing. Oh, no, he didn't do that. Right. No, I would. My bad. No, you didn't have the time apparently. After a long minute silence, Professor Tofty says, "Uh, five minutes to go, everybody." <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he got caught up too, to be honest. And then he was like, "Well, it's over now. We have exams." Um, <laughs> so after the exam ended, none of the students were going to bed. They were all talking loudly and excitedly at the foot of the stairs about what they had witnessed. That evil woman, gasped Hermione, trying to sneak up on Hagrid in the dead of the night. She clearly wanted to avoid another scene like Trelawney's, said Ernie. Um, but it's also like she didn't Mm-mm. attack Trelawney in the middle, like, right? It, it was still very different. She didn't um, bring but it's also with because with her to fire Trelawney didn't bring ours with her like didn't but it's it's also the added part of her being um or of him sorry being Mm -hmm. half giant um so it's her prejudices and and like bigotry that's also and she's like here unnecessarily afraid of him even though he's never been a threat Mm -hmm. to literally anyone and escalating the situation because you literally could have just been like hey Hagrid you're fired it's a thing that she could have done and Hagrid would have cried, but he would have gotten over it. He was ready for that. And then he knew he it was happening. Home. He was prepared. He knew. He was like, I'm going to go hang out with Dumbledore in these woods. Um, Chill. Be chilling. Um, Hagrid did well, didn't he? said Ron. How come the spells bounced off him? It'll be his giant blood, said Hermione. It's very hard to send a giant. They're like trolls. Really tough. But poor Professor McGonagall forced at her straight to the chest, and she's not exactly young, is she? Dreadful, dreadful, said Ernie. Well, I'm <laughs> off to bed. Night all. Ernie's like, all right, peace Ernie, out. Ernie, did chill. Another day, um, another dollar. <laughs> at least he didn't, at least they didn't take Haggard off to Azkaban, said Ron. I expect he's going to join Dumbledore, hasn't he? And again, like, why would you need to take him to Azkaban? I know that's what they were trying to do, but you literally... I guess they could say that he was harboring just, just a fugitive him. or something, like, tie it to Dumbledore. Like, it's not just that they're firing. But it, that wouldn't make right. sense. Because he obviously doesn't know where Dumbledore is. But, I mean, they took him to Azkaban because a why before? <laughs> it's not the first time that, like... That, but I think that last time there was at least like at least the the 
the um like he didn't have a trial he did like it was it was all fucked up but like the reasoning for it was more than just like i don't want you teaching at the school anymore and you may have put niffler's in my office versus like you opened up a chamber that's killing and attacking muggleborns i feel like one is slightly a little different more extreme and like well yeah just a little bit um So then Hermione says, I suppose so. Oh, this is awful. I really thought Dumbledore would be back before long, but now we've lost Hagrid too. Um, And McGonagall. Let's, let's, you know, talk about what really matters here. I mean, Hagrid matters, but let's talk about it. So then uh, they get to, they get up to the Gryffindor common room. Seamus and Dean, um, who had arrived ahead of Harry, Ron and Hermione, were now telling everyone what they had just heard from atop of the astronomy tower. But why sack Hagrid now, asked Angelina Johnson. It's not like Trelawney. He's been teaching much better um, than usual this year. Also, there's only like two more weeks left of school. Umbridge hates part human, said Hermione bitterly. She's, she was always going to try and get Hagrid out. But she thought Hag- And she thought Hagrid was putting the nifflers in her office, piped up Katie Bell. Oh, blimey, said Lee, covering his mouth. It's me that's been putting Nifflers in her office. Fred and George left me a couple. I've been levitating them through her window. <laughs> Fred and George just left Here you go, buddy. Nifflers. <laughs> they were just like, you we want these? to be out. So They're here yours. you go. We'll miss you. <laughs> Name one Fred and one George. These are your new friends. <laughs> um... She'd have sacked him anyway, said Dean. He was too close to Dumbledore. Can we just talk about how there are three of the four explicitly black characters in this, or black students in this book, and they're all in the same mm. conversation? It's like the Bechtel test, but for black folks. Hashtag black wizard history. Exactly. What is that test? <laughs> we need that. It's the Wakanda <laughs> test. Are there more than two explicitly black characters talking about non-racial I things? I feel like the... I think it there, it actually is a thing, and I'm pretty sure it's called the Duvernay test. But I'm not. I'm okay with that name sure too. About it. Yeah. Two like or more test. people of color having a conversation not about race. Or white people, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um. I just hope McGonagall's all right," said Lavender tearfully. "And I mean, you know, if we want to go with the with 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 with, wow, with what's really what, Lavender makes number four. Boom. And Hermione makes number five. <laughs> Power to the people. This might be um, my new favorite scene. So they carried her back up to the castle. We watched through the. This might be my new favorite scene what? of the whole book. <laughs> Changing I mean, everything. It's, not, it's definitely not career advice because, is the thing because but. career advice, but you know. But this is this is this is important. It's an important moment <laughs> in Black Wizard history. Um, they carried they carried her back up to the castle. We watched through the dormitory window. Said Colin Creevy. She didn't look very well. Madame Pomfrey will sort her out. Said Alicia Spinnet. She's never felled yet. Um, it was nearly four in the morning before the common room cleared. Harry felt wide awake. The image of Haggard sprinting into the dark was haunting him. He was so angry with Umbridge that he could not think of a punishment bad enough for her. The Ron's suggestion of having her fed to a, box of, to a box of starving blasted groups had its merits. I mean, also, I feel like it would probably be karma, just like, and irony, yeah. maybe. Like, you sacked Haggard, and now you have to be eaten by his own creation. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
So then uh, the next day, but also had, Hagrid was teaching uh, children final exam about an magic. animal that they then thought would be a good torture device. Yes, should have been fired. The 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 um the actions around the the center words. That's not what I'm trying to say. Basically, what she was trying to do wasn't wrong. It's just how she went about it, which was the problem. It's very easy to sack Hagrid. It would it would have been like the easiest thing. And every like even all the Gryffindors would have been like that sucks. But you, we knew you it know. was coming. <laughs> it makes what else sense. were they gonna do? Not sack <laughs> Hagrid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So then. Uh. So yeah. So they go to their history of magic exam at two o'clock. Um, Harry felt exhausted. He just wanted this to be over so he could go and sleep. Then tomorrow, he and Ron were going to go down to the Quidditch pitch. He was going to have to have a fly on Ron's broom and savor their freedom from studying. Um, so then the test starts. Um, it was several seconds before it occurred to Harry that he had not taken in a word of the first question. There was a wasp buzzing distractedly against one of the high windows. Slowly, tortuously, he began to write an answer. Um, he simply skipped question four, which is, in your opinion, did the wand leg- legislation contribute to or lead to better control of goblin riots? Of I gotta know about these goblin riots, guys. Like, um, I gotta know. So do I. Yeah. Um, like, the, all these questions, I'm just like, why do we not know more about the history of magic? Um, so then he tried question five, which was, how was the statute of secrecy breached in 1749? And what measures were introduced to prevent a, re- a recurrence? Is that Dorcas? Um, and then there was another. Dorcas. Say it again. Dorcas Blorcas, whatever. No, that's Rappaport's law. Oh, is it with Rappaport's law? Google. What's her name, Dorcas? That sounds very. Um, that sounds really uh, close. How was the statute of secrecy breached in seventeen forty nine? 1790. Oh. See, and this is the other thing about the laziness. She's just going back in her book. Put 1749. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This she was like, it was in the 1700s somewhere. I don't really remember, but nobody will care. She don't know us. At all. Dang it. She didn't foresee this being a podcast. So, um, <laughs> anyway, um, describe the circumstances that led to the formation of the International Confe- Confederation of Wizards and explain why the warlocks of Liechtenstein refused to join. So there's I need lots to know. of things that, that we, uh, history is literally one of my know. favorite subjects. Um, so, and I'm mad. I feel and I really love world building, so I would <laughs> I like to know all of these things. And lied to? I would I would buy a world of, or the wizarding world. A world of magic and magic. You know, like world of ice a and world fire. A world of magic and wizard, magic. witchcraft? I mean, I guess a world of ice and fire has magic in it, because, but still, yeah. So he begins to write the answer. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of is trying to figure out what he, he he knows the answer but he's also like 
It's like one of those times where you know the answer, but you're trying to like flesh it out some more, but you can't really remember and you can't really focus. Um, so he's like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and then he dozes off. And now he's walking along the cool, dark corridor of, of the Department of Mysteries. Um, he ends up in the, um, in the cathedral-sized room full of shelves and glass spheres. His heart beating very fast. He reached number 97 and turned left. And then a voice issues from his hold, his, hmm, a voice issues from his mouth, a high, cold, empty, um, a vo- hmm, high, cold voice, empty of any human kindness. Take it for me. Lift it down now. I cannot touch it, but you can. The black shape on, upon the floor shifted a little. And then Harry sees a white fingered, uh, a oh, long fingered white hand say Crucio. And then the man on the floor let out a scream of pain. Lord Voldemort is waiting. You'll have to kill me, whispered Sirius. Undoubtedly I shall in the end, but you will fetch it for me first, Black. You think you have felt pain thus far? Think again. We have hours ahead of us and nobody to hear you scream. But someone screamed as Voldemort lowered his again. Somebody yelled and fell sideways off the hot desk onto the cold stone floor. Harry hit the ground and awoke, still yelling, his scar on fire as the Great Hall erupted all around him. I want to, like, pre-bench him. I want to pre-bench him. I know. So, um, I mean, it's about to go down. I think, I think, I think we should just say that it's about to go down. I would also, I also do want to say, too, that, um, if events, other events hadn't occurred in this episode or in this chapter, I would have benched Harry because take your fucking Occlumency class. And this wouldn't be a problem. So this is about, so this is like, this is, I mean, now we're going down a road that, um, is not going to be. None, nothing in this book passed. I don't know. That sentence. It's, it's, there are going to be a lot of feelings, yet. I think, is, is what I'm trying nothing to say. Nothing in this series. Um, so. Nothing except in. Like, except for, like, the actual book. It's amazing. It's the best. Um, there are a couple moments that, that are, that are, like, slightly heart warming like when jenny neville and luna come through they're like we're friends we're gonna help you out i think that might be it but they're gonna help him out i mean you're the one who likes the voldemort dumbledore that's in the movie i think it's better in the book Uh, it is better better in the the book. book but that's after so that's the thing after it you're absolutely so it's not i mean all i'm saying is prepare yourself for the feelings that are about to come in the next however many weeks we have left of this thing let me count we have one two three four five six seven we have, we have seven more um, chapters, so for about two months. The next two months are just going to be really feelings heavy. Um, I'm going to do um, a lot of... Yeah. So, who is your MVP? Also, we got a cheering charm. Wait, but who is your MVP? Can we... Can we, we can do that next week. Hey! <laughs> when we're... I got the email, though. Yeah, let's... let's. I know, but let's, let's chill. Let me know your... Okay, oh, I know, but sorry. that's why... Let me know your MVP, Robin. That's the question I asked. Start dancing. Focus, Um, please. This one's really hard. Like, it's really hard. But I have to go with McGonagall. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. And because 
of her standing up for Hagrid, um, but also just being like, don't let that be, like, mess up your future. We all in this together. And then just for, like, the mm-hmm. amount of, like, respect. Like, I feel like had Snape gotten stunned, I don't know about, like, um, Sprout or Flitwick, but I feel like any of the other heads, and this is also just a matter of, like, we don't know them, but if that had happened, like, I don't know if all of the students would have been, like, as upset and pissed because, and it's not that they, like, love or, like, genuflect over McGonagall. They just, like, genuinely respect her. And in a a way that is, like, yeah, how dare you go after the queen? Like, she's, like, the Miss Tina of the Wizarding World. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, and I and I think that again, like just kind of, I also made McGonagall my MVP, um, and and it's just like what you're saying too. It's also one of those things where, um, and I feel like you know I mentioned this. It's been a while. Um, like when Dumbledore died, and you're just like, what? No, that's not that's false. That didn't happen, right? Like I think it's kind of a similar thing for them where they're watching McGonagall get attacked, um, especially for something that's not. It's not like they're like it's not like it's the battle of Hogwarts and like everyone's getting attacked. It was like, we just saw a professor or like the headmistress and her goons attack like this professor, um, who we kind of see as being, um, kind of unmovable and like a really, um, like staunch kind of member and like kind of of Hogwarts. You know what I mean? Like she, she kind of in the way that like, Peeves is Hogwarts, McGonagall is also Hogwarts. Um, and so, like, to see that happen is kind of like, I'm sure it's like really jarring yeah. and scary. But yeah, also the shade at the beginning with her talking about, um, <laughs> she said, don't let that stop you she from was like, doing I feel your you. Job. I know how you feel. I know how y'all feel. We're all feel. in this together. Yeah. She does not like to speak ill about her yeah. fellow teachers, but. <laughs> but fuck umbridge basically um so so yeah so everyone basically um, around the board so yeah so made oh, mcgee their mvp Portia said for standing up to injustice and risking her personal safety mm-hmm. like a griff um amani said for riding for hagrid and being a boss kishana says for taking all those stunners to the chest and not dying and for being a boss um, Ariana says unanimous to make uh, it makes it unanimous for McG. Um, who did you bench? Umbridge. And I saw like what's going down in the chat, which is also a pretty unanimous type of situation. And um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have a lot to answer for, but I think it starts with Umbridge, like. She calls the mm-hmm. or she makes it so that they come at Hagrid like he's a threat. Um, Dollish is a punk. She for- called them out their beds at midnight. She said, "Y'all gonna come to Hogwarts on to help your, me during your off time. Fire a guy that is totally okay with being being, being, being fired and like it fully expects being to be fired." Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like. N- 
in the same way in which we were talking earlier about how Hagrid makes no sense and none of the things that he did needed to be done. Um, the same is like doubly, twice as doubly true, twice as true for Umbridge. Like none of none of these decisions make any sense except for to make matters worse. Like none of it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Rowling's law, I guess. Yeah. Um, I also benched Umbridge just because basically all you, everything that you said, like, I think that she um, is the worst, basically. Basically. I feel like I don't really have to. Y'all. I like how you took what I said and before. said and if you the haven't, same thing. You just heard us read it. And half so the time. She's the worst. But that's why you're a writer. You got mm-hmm. away with words. You know how to say what you mean. Consolidate. Pair down. Pair down. <laughs> to the Get to the essentials. Matter. Just really um, drill into the essentials of the truth. <laughs> um, so Ariana benched, benched those horrible R's. Um, Portia benched the ministry for being no good scalawags. Which is a good I word. I love that word often. and it should be used more um, often. Kashana, <laughs> uh, Kashana also benches the R's. And um, Amani benched those snitch ass punk ass R's. Putting cases on all of them. <laughs> Uh, Chill, oh, sir. Uh, oh, and then Kashana especially benches Dollish because he keeps trying to catch everybody and fails. Which is very true. I feel like Dollish is like, like I said, he's such a tool, and then he's like not good at his job. So I just feel like he should chill. <laughs> just, I feel like go back um, to your desk, Kingsley, because you know Kingsley's in charge of find the hunt for Sirius Black. I feel like Kingsley just mm-hmm. be like giving Dollish all the shitty like assignments and like just like. Yeah. Making him basically go fetch coffee. Yeah. Like, just um, go, like, go do something. Cool. And then Portia wanted to shout out Lee Jordan for face. keeping the black boy dry by way. figuring out the best way to prank Umbridge. Which I agree. I also just shout out to Fred and George for giving him replacement friends <laughs> on their way out as well. <laughs> Call them, name them Fred and George. <laughs> what if, um, sorry, like, um, Aminat has been really exactly. into soundtrack lately, but like Fred and George left, like remember me. I got these nipples oh, no, for you. I can't go on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> know that I am with you in the way that I can be. <laughs> so you're in my arms again. Cool, so thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing chapter 32 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Out of the Fire. No, we won't. Um, so be, be prepared for that situation. Um, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. No, we won't. Join us on the, mm, join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam, um, hashtag BlackWizardHistory. Uh, we're on there all week. I mean, sorry, all month. Jeez. Um, we out here keeping out for content. All month. Sorry, all month. And all that. It's going to mm-hmm. be fun, guys. There's some there really fun Man. stuff coming up. I can't wait for my new. I know, um, same. I was just thinking. Ad-libs that, that I can use. After I was like, wow, I happens. can't say that today because. No, same. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, like, hold it. Hold I know, because I, I thought it. I was like, soon, soon. Oh come. no, they don't have soon that. Soon come. <laughs> okay, bye, y'all. <laughs>